0: Welcome to Down to Hurf, the podcast for cigar smokers, whiskey drinkers, and for the people just looking to kick back, light up, and have a good time. I'm your host, Jerry, and I'm joined by, as always, my co-host, Gio and Caleb. Fellas, 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 welcome to episode 100 of the Down to Hurf podcast. How the fuck did we make it this far? I have no idea. Uh... A lot's changed. we got a sweet interview coming up. we got a great cigar coming up. A cigar I think you guys are definitely going to want
1: to be on the lookout for. Uh fantastic bottle. But before we get into any of that, Caleb, how you doing today? Hey, great to be here for the 100th episode. We always keep it one hundred. hundo. So oh, glad to be here. I like that, buddy. I like that. <laughs> Same in that one for what? this episode. Can you believe it? Uh, you know what? I'm glad that we're here, and hopefully we have another 100 more for you guys. So uh, thank you for all our subscribers you guys made us what we are now. Uh, without you guys, we, we, we'd we just be three dudes talking in a garage.
0: Well, I can't leave out our fucking, our our, uh, well,
1: our compadre over there. Well, well, thanks for Gio, too. Yeah, I mean, thank you, I <laughs> guess. Yeah, you know, Gio, what's up, buddy? I'm
0: here sometimes.
2: What's up, man? So, we're going to get like a montage of like all 100 fellas, 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 and see how it's changed.
0: If that's a project you want to take on, Gio,
1: yeah. I 100% I feel I'm like it, with it. I feel like it wouldn't change because it's like pre-recorded, so it always sounds good. Well, man, it's the first couple episodes, but
2: no, he always does that raw.
0: Oh yeah, that's always raw, raw, raw dog. But uh, unfiltered, dude. We have so much to get into. Um, man, we had a really good interview. Obviously, you didn't think we were coming in uh, episode 100 with garbage, did you?
2: Absolutely not.
0: So, so what did we what did we smoke today, buddy? So guys, I think we can bring it up.
2: Yeah, definitely. So what you are going to see is it ties nicely into our interview. We have John Huber from Crown Heads On, and we are smoking, as of this episode's release, the newest extension to the Mildius brand, the Mildius Maduro. Uh, John was nice enough to send us out a pre-release, the Unbanded Edition, and man, this is a very, very fun cigar that we got to do the conversation was great and naturally we'll get into it here this episode is brought to you by our sponsor crowned heads john was nice enough to send a lovely care package of various things beyond just this box of Lavaretta. you know they're before this latest regular production release and i appreciate that it was a nice little gift he sent me you know, congratulating the birth of my daughter, John. I genuinely appreciate that. Told you thank you multiple times. And then sent us a ton of swag, some other fun stuff that, you know, we pass on to our lovely listeners. Make it- sure you're checking out crownheads.com to see all of their local retailers near you.
0: Thank you again, to Crownheads for everything you guys do for us. Uh, there's no way in hell we're going to be able to smoke and use everything that this dude sent us. Uh, this company sent us so much stuff. So, you know, being the non-greedy people we are, we will make sure that we're spreading the love amongst all of you guys in in several giveaways through the year. I'm sure there's going to be lots and lots of things coming out. So uh, just, just Subscri- thank you guys and keep
1: subscribing to everything. And subscribe to that after, because we, we said two biannual giveaways. There might be more.
0: We've already done one. Yeah, exactly. We're three episodes in. Exactly. We've already
1: done one. So I, I, I
0: don't know why you guys are sleeping on that, but you know what? Uh for the seven members we have already, dude, it's been a week. Thank seven you. Seven people signed up, I'm I'm more than happy for that. So what a day men's. <laughs> so you know, you guys, you guys are the real ones. Not saying the other people aren't the real ones, <laughs> but uh, you know, if you guys like the show and you guys like listening to us banter and fucking talk about shit that I, I, I mean, really has no point at all. <laughs> Thank you.
2: Uh, We appreciate you guys. Thanks for listening to three guys in a garage talk about cigars
1: and whiskey. (laughs) Thank you. And conspiracy theories and all sorts of off-the-wall shit we do. Well, while we got you here, Caleb, what are we drinking today, buddy? All right. We got a cool one. We have Bardstown. Uh, We're doing the Bardstown Bourbon Company Chateau de Laboud. This is a blended straight bourbon whiskeys finished in Chateau de Laboud Armagnac cast. So this is a 107 proofer. A uh, nice little finish by Bardstown that they did here. It's a collaborative series that they've done. So this is the second time they've done this uh, in Armagnac out of France. So um, the last time it won best in class at the bourbons at the San Francisco World Spirits Competition. So this is the second literation of this custom blend. Uh, what you're getting in this custom blend, you are getting a 12-year Kentucky bourbon of 75% corn, rye, 12% malted barley, and you're also getting another blend of 10-year-old Tennessee whiskey uh, with an 84% corn mash bill, 8% rye, and 8% malted barley. Again, finishing an Armagnac cast. So what you're getting in the Armagnac cast, it's a region in France, and you are going to get like, it's almost like a brandy, cognac, almost a little bit of wine finish to it too. So you're getting all sorts of like hazelnut, licorice, a little bit of some fruit, all sorts of different, flavors from this specific region where armagnac's made similar to where cognac and how it's made with brandy so it's giving a nice finish from that barrel added to the kentucky and tennessee whiskey which is in here uh expensive bottle uh you know it goes for around 160 dollars in stores but with the fusion series and everything that boston uh, bardstown does they tend to get a little pricey so if you're in the market you could you can buy this you know I highly suggest picking this up because this is a very great tasting bottle. Uh, I really enjoyed it. Onto my third pour already. Uh, Nice pairing with the Dias Maduro cigar. So uh, we enjoyed it. Speaking, I hope I'm speaking for you guys. I think we all enjoyed it.
0: So I will touch on that. Uh, This bottle was really good. Uh, Mm -hmm. It's got like just the right amount of sweetness. Uh, The Armagnac really shines in this bottle. Uh, we don't really do a lot of Armagnac finishes on the show. I don't think we've First. ever done one. I've definitely had them. But I will say that this bottle was delicious. And uh, I, I really feel like uh, I like the direction that Gio went when we were buying a bottle at the very last 30 seconds before we yeah. had to do an interview with John Huber. But uh, it really shined with this cigar pairing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will say that these these the cigar in this bottle paired perfectly. Uh, yeah. Neither one outshined the other. It was just uh, you know it was a mixed harmony that was really good and it made for a great atmosphere, great conversation, and you know we were able to enjoy this conversation while enjoying two great products. So yeah, thanks for bringing that up, Gio. So uh,
2: oh, go ahead to yeah. touch on that as well. So a lot of these cigar cuts that brands are doing have some form of Armagnac finish. So if you guys are out there looking for things like that to pair with your cigars that either won't overpower it or be able to stand up to it, if you see a brand with an Armagnac finish, typically that will you know usually pair very well with a cigar.
1: Did, I, I agree to that. Did you, uh, again, another surprisingly great pairing. Did you guys get any notes that you liked or found? Because the smell on this, very nice. A lot of cinnamon, vanilla, a bit oaty. Um, like oats, but um, it tastes. It's got a, like a like. I know it's an armagnac finish, but it reminds me of a nicer brandy, like an XO or a VSOP. It just tastes. It takes away from that Tennessee and Kentucky whiskey, but it's it's nice. Surprisingly, great pairing that was unplanned. I know that there's probably a lot of stifflers out there
0: that are just not fans of like finished whiskey in general. Uh, there's guys that you know they want their bourbon right from the barrel, uncut, high proof, but. Man, if you're a cigar smoker and you're looking for an enjoyable experience, man, these finishes are right up your alley. Uh, This is a bottle I would recommend. Um, Obviously, we have no affiliation with Bardstown at all. In fact, uh, I I usually am not the kind of person that's going to go out of my way to buy Bardstown. But, man, this finish, it's got me thinking otherwise. Yeah. uh, throwing it out there.
2: Yeah, I mean... Unfortunately, when you get in a time crunch, you kind of just got to think on your feet. And when I saw that, I was like, okay, I know.
0: I noticed you didn't buy the bottle of Pappy Van Winkle that they had for sale.
2: <laughs> yeah. First off, I'm not going to name this liquor store because I wanted to just tell the cashier to fuck off, even though it wasn't their fault.
0: How many stars did you give
1: this <laughs> Not five. store? Negative. Oh. Not five. five?
2: Negative five. Negative five.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay.
2: Oops. So, all right. I don't know. This is the only liquor store i've ever seen do this but they charge you more for paying with card
0: so so a lot of places do that but here's what i don't understand right uh you see places like this and they're like they try and justify the the card fees
2: but they're already charging more than the cost
0: and then on top of that the money so what i don't understand is listen i'm not a business owner by any means i don't run a liquor store or anything but how are you gonna charge tax on a bottle that you got for like 60 bucks Sell it for a hundred and sixty, and then charge more in a fee. You are operating at a zero loss.
1: Yeah, like no loss whatsoever. That is to, to
0: take that away from the consumer in a in a in a uh, you know an economy that's struggling. No, is, that's unfair.
2: That store's attitude is "fuck you, we got it." Like that's how it was. First off, their price for Pappy, or they like, oh yeah, we got Pappy, we got Thomas Handy. I'm like, oh for shits and giggles, what's the price of the Handy? Literally, they six hundred. J- they just were we're opening the box as i yeah. was there they're like oh yeah i was like oh what's the handy 800 i was like
0: yeah nope for thomas handy wow yes. high-end secondary like 600 bucks yeah they're high end secondary Correct. so it's yeah i just got notifications from the negative five liquor store
2: yeah well <laughs> fucking don't worry and now they're gonna charge you a fee if you want to because who carries 800 dollars cash
1: Oh, you should have bought it, Gio.
0: I carry 800 dollars cash, but I just eh whatever. Like
1: fuck you. If you, for, got it. If you got bullshit. Let's now, not go off on a tangent yeah, yeah. about discussing liquor stores and how much they charge and shame. And, and shame. Okay. Happy hunting. To but
2: all that's it though. This bo- this bottle of bourbon, if you get it at the actual price of, you know, between the 160 like 180 that normally you see Bardstown bottles, really good bottle. Really enjoyed it. Uh like I said, there are a lot of companies doing Armagnac finishes that aren't that high of a price point. So I would recommend trying it and it's not gonna really, really overpower your cigar. Might actually help mellow out some of the harsher cigars.
0: I agree to that. But uh that being said, I mean, episode one hundred boys, uh I just want to throw it out there. A little cheers for you guys. Cheers. And uh yeah, congratulations and hopefully we hit a hundred more. Um that being said, let's jump right into this interview with John Huber. Uh here's the man himself. Shall let's
3: we? Let's go. Let's let's, let's Four, look. Four, three, two, count it down. Two one. Nobody <laughs> else wore the fucking hat except me.
0: Dude, I'm I'm rocking <laughs> all this stuff right now. You got stuff. Yeah. Yeah, we got the new stuff. Yeah, we got the new stuff. The newer I like stuff.
2: Mm-hmm. I like it. I the fresh. It. All right. We got stuff planned for, you know, the ad read. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, yes. Let's uh let's get started. Hey, first of all, I wanna say uh thank you. Uh, secondly i want to say ooh, it's our 100th episode
3: so perfect timing it's
0: our 100th episode so couldn't have worked yeah. out better at all so why don't you introduce our guest Gio? all
2: right guys you've seen him before on the show the one the only john huber co-founder of crown heads and an official sponsor of the down to Earth podcast proud that's, to be that's our
0: guy
3: yeah that's cool. our guy
0: yeah um Yes, based based on time crunch uh, things I'm hearing. Uh, dude, let's get into this. What are we smoking, man?
3: Obviously, this is something... Yeah, and I, I apologize for that time consideration, but I didn't think you guys roll like Cigar Coop with the three-hour-long pods anyway, so I figured it Oh, no. That, no. I figured it... I figured an, hour an hour is going to be, be perfect. Sufficient. Yeah, because most people don't want to hear me talk for more than an hour, that's for sure. Why is that? Um <laughs> Now, who wants to hear anybody talk for more than an hour? It's like it just drones on and on. So it's just yeah, I got it. The, the, the reality is, is that uh, Friday Fridays I always pick up my daughter from school. And so I thought she had share practice. It she doesn't, so I have to be out by two instead of by three. So there you go. There Perfect. Full disclosure. There you go. Too much <laughs> hey. information. What are you guys smoking? You want me to answer that question?
1: Hell yeah. I yeah. think it's the
0: question yeah. we've all been wanting answered for the last uh, what a couple days since they came in well, yeah
3: so, uh, well since um i did a post on i, I don't know this is going to air on the 17th i believe all right Gio? yes yep okay it's going to air on the 17th so as this comes out the news will be out um so i'm going to talk like i'm forecasting into the future but uh was it two days ago or yesterday i can't remember i did a just a picture post of some some naked cigars. And I said, more oil than the Exxon Valdez or whatever. I saw that. And um, that cigar <clears throat> that was in that picture that got like 100 comments, whatever, is what you guys are smoking right now. And that cigar is what we're going to be talking about when this airs on the 17th. And that cigar is an extension to an uh, an existing brand that we launched in 2020. Anybody want to like jump in here? But anyway, um, it's going to be the Mildias Maduro.
0: This thing so, is... Very
3: oily to the touch. Oily. Oily.
0: Oily. I mean, you can literally feel it. I mean, it's... I
3: I told them to use a couple of like layers of shellac
0: on it
2: (laughs) before
3: they sent them. Just shellac the hell out of it. No. Very naturally oily wrapper. It's really a beautiful Connecticut broadleaf. It's. uh, it's, The interesting thing is this, is that it's not just a retread of Mildias. We didn't just take a broadleaf wrapper and throw it on the original blend and say, oh, now it's a Maduro. We actually started working on this blend. Last summer in 23 with the Radio Pichardo at of the makers of the original uh, brand. And um, he brought some samples of it to me. Um, it, was, it wasn't it was the Mildez Maduro at the time. It was just, here, try these. And I was just like, this particular cigar is so good. I said, we need to, to play with this and work with this. And it became just an outstanding blend. I sampled it with a few people in Vegas. And they were like, well, what is this? I'm like, don't know yet. <laughs> um, so it, It's going to be something like, I haven't
2: figured it out yet <laughs> it'll
3: be, It's got to be something It's got to have a reason to live right? And it's got to have a reason to have people smoke it So um, yes yeah, so we started tweaking it And playing with it And um, I thought it's, it's the right time To do an extension to Mildias And um, so I began Mildias Maduro But the, the components from the inside to the outside Share no commonalities with The original Mildias plant So it's interesting because it's an extension to the brand But it's not just a retread of the original brand
0: so on this uh, particular blend, are the bands going to be the 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 normal mildias, yes. with maybe just yes. like a secondary band that says Maduro or something?
3: Not even a secondary band. It's going to be the, the only differentiation is going to be the obvious color difference. Sure. This thing's you're very talking dark. About Habano versus a really dark Connecticut broadleaf, and then the box will be black and gold instead of that varnished uh, with the gold. So they will the two very distinctive looks to the cigar. I was like. I thought about doing that for a minute and I, was, I kind of thought about, like, okay, you know, WWJD, what would Jorge do? What would George Padron do? On the Padron, you know, Naturals and Maduro, they share the same band and there's no natural Maduro thing either. So it's just kind of I'm like, I don't think it's necessary right now. Um, if there's any confusion in the marketplace, we can add a secondary band, but it's pretty obvious that this is a Maduro.
2: Yeah. I mean, we were just like obviously speculating what it could have been. Like, I know you posted. Stuff like Las Moraes, I was like, ah, oh, maybe he's bringing that back. But then you said it was yeah. new, so very. Yeah,
3: very- there was a, there was. I think there was an online petition. I I'd made a joke <laughs> like six months ago about, okay, if you guys start a petition to bring back Las Moraes. but yeah, that's that's a whole different topic. But that that ship is kind of sailed. It's kind of tough to, you know, put the toothpaste back in the tube on that one. I mean, I was like, everybody that clamors for that cigar now, I'm like, where were you in 2016? <laughs> Well, we couldn't couldn't get any traction on it, you know. But hey, I, um, I think
0: Geo knows a place you can get a couple of boxes. I which have a is boxes. Kind of, yeah, yeah. You have I a have, box of the last Marias.
3: The only ones I have are, are from people that are actually they're sending me the cigars. Like I just, in fact, this morning I smoked a tuberia, the little, the little four by I think it was four forty six something like that or four forty eight. Anyway, that little short one that was fantastic. I mean, the cello was like completely yellow and just <laughs> really really, they were so good.
0: I so I did a uh, think uh, Mason Dixon. Yeah. That was like that.
3: Yeah, that's another one that You know, that was a, a fun project, but now in 2024, I, w- I would probably get canceled for sure. Yeah, I, I honestly. Uh, it, 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 during that whole like cancel at the peak of cancel culture, there was a guy that I watched his YouTube channel, and he was calling for to cancel Crown Heads and John Huber because John Huber's racist because he did a project in 2014 and 15 called Mason Dixon Project. And didn't he understand the implications and this is racist and I was like, What? <laughs> I was like, oh my god. Yeah, the, the attack this, of know?
1: the woke libtards over there. Yeah.
3: I was Whoever that clown is. I'm like, I, I'm probably the most anti racist person. Um and it was just it was sad because the whole concept for that back you know, nine years ago was to divide. I wanted to do a regional release mm-hmm. and Pete was already doing Pete Johnson was doing East and West Veracrua. I think it was.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: And, um, I, there were cigars are coming from my father. So I, you know, as a courtesy, I checked with Pete and saw what he felt about it. And he's like, look, that's a great concept. Regionals just don't do East West. Cause I'm already doing it. And I'm like, respect, no problem. So I said, I'll just do North South. I'm like, how do you divide the north and the south? And I, you know, Mason Dixon just run, extend that line across the country, and everybody above that line gets the broadleaf, everybody below gets the the Connecticut, and vice versa. It's
0: absolutely you know, disgusting it just, of you.
3: Disgusting. <laughs> I know, and then then you know, only because they got the Connecticut. <laughs> <That, laughs> yeah, every everybody's like, oh, he's a racist, and da 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 da, da. And I'm like, oh, okay,
0: sure. My man, so, yeah, dude's just slinging cigars fucking (laughs) scumbag like come on man nothing racist i'm a comment reader personally uh i I love like controversial comments i think they're really funny to to read i I mean i just sometimes people's logic are just out of control like they're just
3: well that was the peak of that whole movement you know it was like uh you you really had to be careful what you said and and everybody was but you know there's things that we've said five ten years ago That I was like, you know, then you're held accountable because it lives forever. And um, and there was never any racial intent behind that. Well, it's
2: just, like, it's odd. That stuff's odd to me. We could go on that for days. Like, people say crazy things that, like, at the time were acceptable, but now they aren't. Like, everyone, like, the prime example of that is, like, when, you know, like, President Obama's on record saying marriage is a sacred thing between a man and a woman, but... No one bats an eye at that. Right, if you said right. that in 2023, sorry, 24.
3: Four. Yeah, we're in four. Holy now. fuck. Where'd that yeah, go?
1: Yeah, forget about it.
2: Yeah. If you said that in 2024, your business is shuttered. <laughs>
1: yeah, 100%. 100%. Just but, don't uh, get married at all. Yeah. Advice. I don't know, man. <laughs> I I, should... I, I mean, I'm happily I that, married. Why, you know? wait, 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 wait,
3: wait. Why, why, why is that? Why that? Why that
1: comment? Oh, I mean, I say yeah. that as a married guy. I got the ring on and everything, but you know, just to and avoid. you said Don't
3: get married. Did your wife watch this thing?
1: No, thank goodness. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we He's
0: always say we should clip some shit. We should clip some shit and just send it to her only.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this fucking guy would be done. <laughs> I'd be living oh right here God. on your uh, on your couch. He'd be
0: living in the cigar lounge. Yep. Dude, that's funny, <laughs> but.
2: I, I, I see i'm the only one in this group that isn't married and <laughs> i don't have that
1: viewpoint shame shame Caleb yeah i'm just saying the government doesn't need to get involved just let it just let it happen there you go what is that what's the thing called when you're together for like 10 plus years it's like civil law, a, law, law, common, it's law. common law yeah common go. law you don't need to sign papers for when that i say stuff, civil law that was does close. It even, does that even apply though i don't know yeah. i'm old
3: school man I, I believe in the in the sacrament of marriage and all that stuff dude
0: i'm happily married man I, I, I got like one of them wives that you know like if we ever really had to butt heads and go you know it got bad yeah like we have that relationship where we would probably work through <laughs> that you know
3: <laughs> of course marriage you know? is work anybody tells you anything, it ain't no, easy no it's not it's just like anything else you've got to there's a lot of compromises a lot of work is like to, to love somebody for the rest of your life is a choice it's not a reaction it's not like oh i'm in love and i'm gonna be in love for 50 years it's like it's every day you decide i'm gonna love this person i'm gonna support this person i'm gonna take this shit with the good and the, the bad and all that stuff so yeah absolutely
2: so now John, this is also, I think, the first time we got to sit down with you since you made these uh, hats that we were bugging you about since, you know... The- I know,
3: and ironically, I'm the only idiot that's wearing one, but... <laughs> I wore it yesterday when we did The our- Bills are
0: undefeated since they came out, so...
2: Yeah. Thank
3: you. And you will be again after this weekend because you're playing the lowly Steelers, so no no or whatever, no shade on the Steelers fans, but I... I- Pretty confident that you guys are going to get
0: to the next round. See, I hate that confidence. I see. I hate that confidence. I, me tra- and Caleb were talking about this
1: being like a, a trap a, game. Trap game. It's going to be cold. Heavily favored. You're heavily favored. Oh, I'd yeah. Odds are minus 500, but the it's going to be cold. It's going to be windy. So, like, it's going to be an under game, low scoring, I'm predicting. It could be. It's going
2: to be one of those, like, 24 10 games.
1: I hope. I bet the under. <sighs> Do you think <laughs> Vegas got us right? Aren't
0: they a nine and a half point? Oh, the,
2: the bills were like a double-digit favorite mm-hmm. in Vegas. Like it's one of those things where like the bookies don't put. I remember reading when your teams are like double-digit favorites. It's like a ninety percent like chance that that team wins. Like Vegas odds wise, they don't actually like.
0: I don't like ten percent, dude.
2: I mean, hey, that's why you play the game. I'm hoping yeah,
3: there's no guarantee. I mean, come on, you know, anything uh-huh. can happen.
0: I'm hoping QB. that Kansas City.
3: go lame and then you're they're screwed.
0: Kansas City beats Miami and then they have to come to Buffalo finally.
2: Been waiting for this a long time.
0: For for Patrick Mahomes to have to come to Buffalo and play a playoff game.
3: Look, I don't, I don't have a dog in the race in the AFC. I'm, I'm a Niners fan, but hmm. anybody but the Chiefs, please. I'm so Jamar- sick of the Chiefs. I'm sick of Travis Kelsey. <laughs> I'm sick of seeing his face. I'm sick of Mahomes. Are you All sick
0: of Taylor Swift? Yeah.
1: You don't even know. <laughs> oh yeah, he's in Nashville, so it's like, like she's like quasi
2: country. Yeah. Like,
3: no, not even. It's she's from like Pennsylvania. Yeah, it's true. An eight-year-old daughter, and she's a- oh, <laughs> oh, that's oh man, yeah man. So you see,
2: yeah. I, I thank thank God. I'm
3: I, I'm actually more sick of Travis Kelsey than I am of Taylor Swift. Ms, Taylor Swift Mr. Pfizer, but oh, that dude is just like, come on, man.
0: Mr.
1: Pfizer, <laughs> our boys
3: have a better tight end anyway. So
1: mostly Kittle. Yeah, this yeah. year, my my early season prediction, and I bet this like months ago, I bet 49ers Ravens, Super Bowl exacto. So I'm I'm hoping that plays out. You're in good shape. You're in good shape. Yeah, I can cash out now.
0: I can tell you one thing. I obviously this is not yeah. a sports radio sh- talk show by any means, but um, I I just know that the Baltimore Ravens can't beat the Bills.
2: I also know they that- never they don't
0: beat us under Sean McDermott. They don't be, they've never beat us when we've had Josh Allen. Uh, McDermott, he he's figured it out somehow. Can shut down Lamar Jackson, and I don't know what it is. I don't know what his schemes are, but he does not play good against the Bills. Just like Tyree Hill doesn't play good against the Bills. Like he doesn't get two hundred yards. I mean, he got his touchdown, but I mean, what uh, did he do aside from that?
2: See, I thought you were going a different direction. I thought since you said Caleb betted, it's not going to happen. It's happening. Oh yeah. yeah. Happening. Well, Caleb never
0: happening. wins bets, so he's
2: the mush
3: did you guys see that whole conspiracy about like the colors of yes, the- yes. The
1: they changed the colors Th-
3: that's why I bet they it. did they did did they
1: mm-hmm. so that's, now that's instead, of, instead
3: of the Niners Ravens it's who they Who's say supposed
1: to be now? Cowboys Bills they said they changed to blue and red well no, there's a shot
2: I mean red yeah. is still I think more Niners than Bills I feel like
0: yeah but there's like that blue like the Bills blue in it now
2: but where does the Cowboys come into
1: play the, the Cowboys one. should be the blue the Bills are the red cowboys will choke they always do yeah
2: <laughs> i i hate choke. the cowboys yeehaw cowgirls i do too i i playfully after we whooped the cowboys ass messaged him he's like it's a great day when the cowboys lose <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah when the cowboys think, lose america wins
3: are there any, yeah america's team but the only fans are in texas <laughs> i don't i never understood that i you know cause i grew up in, in the bay area and we were i was always a Niners fan and, and we would always that was our rival you know with the with the Cowboys, I always just despise the Cowboys. I just like, oh god. So anyway, I hope they choke.
0: Do do Cowboys fans dress the same down there as they do up here? Like in the jorts and the white sneakers and the oversized Cowboys jerseys. Down
3: here, I, I, I don't know if there's any Cowboy fans in Nashville. I don't really see anybody. Oh, there yeah. really isn't. They got the Titans. They got
0: the, the Titans. Titans. Yeah. What do you think? Uh, <laughs> what do you think about uh, Vrabel getting fired?
3: Yeah, it was probably going to happen. You, you can see the writing on the wall. He's a good I coach, did. though. I thought the Pats would pick him up. Ah, they signed Mayo. Yeah, That was like, they didn't even they didn't even call Rabel. From what I read, hmm. it was yeah. like it just was like that's our guy, and here's the announcement. And so Rabel's probably like waking up this morning going, "What? You know, <laughs> shit."
2: kind of how I don't I know. That's kind of how I felt this morning.
3: Is what? Come to the Bills he might, be a defense. No, they're coordinator. saying he's going to go to Philly. They're saying Philly's going to fire their coach Sirianni. Yeah. I have no idea why they they said this, but...
0: Philly... I mean, they did lose six of their last seven games. Philly is fickle. They'll
2: fire you a year after you win a Super Bowl.
3: Yeah? Yeah. The rumor is they like variable, so I don't
2: know. But, all right. Now, to get back to the cigar here. (laughs) (laughs) We just went on on a tangent there. That is down to Irf in a nutshell.
3: Okay, real quick, though. Where does Harbaugh end up? Because he's going to the NFL. Or
2: Las Vegas. Las Vegas. Really?
3: Really? That's sure. My and uh, does does, Bel, does Belichick go with the, the Chargers in LA? I hope. I, I, I would say
0: I, so. I, I would like to get rid of him out of good, the out of the AFC.
3: He's got, well, he's gone. He got fired. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, like, I would like to see him out of the AFC. Like oh, I don't want no, him to come to the Chargers and then be in the AFC again. He should go to the Seahawks. Yeah, he should go to the Seahawks. That like, go to awesome. the NFC, dude.
3: You know what? I remember during the whole Brady era, it was always like, you know, wh- what's the reason for these guys winning six or seven titles? And Everybody's like, oh, it's the coach. No, it's the quarterback. I mean, now I think it's pretty evident. Like Brady leaves, gets a title in, in Tampa Bay. Belichick goes what two and fifteen or something, whatever, and mm. gets fired. So, uh, you know,
0: I think I'm the sure. debate has been settled.
3: Yeah, Brady's kind of like going like, uh, okay,
0: should I unretire again?
3: <laughs> yeah, right. all right back to cigars sorry about that
2: yeah so now you talked about the uh this the mildias maduro here Mm -hmm. and this was kind of like an unplanned addition to the line He kind of got to smoke it now you said this was blended by pichardo or were you kind of tweaking it as well
3: they full disclosure they brought it to me okay um some some you know a handful of blends and like hey check these out we're pretty pretty stoked on these kind of a thing and this particular cigar um This blend, I was just like blown away, and so we tweaked it a little bit, and then played with the sizes, and then I was like, okay, this would work well as the the whole motivation was we got to do something with this cigar because it's too good not to do something with. So, do I create a brand new line or do I do an extension to an existing line that's performed very well for us over the last four years? And I just felt it it was a natural extension to No Deals. So,
2: okay, now touching on that here, so obviously, like. You guys are known for putting out some, you know, pretty wild ones here. How often does something like that happen where you get something that comes to you, it's brought to you and you're like, I got to add that versus like, you want to be the mad scientist that start to finish.
3: It doesn't happen that often, to be honest with you. I mean, you know, eight times out of 10, I'll work on something that like I have an idea or a concept and then we try to flesh it out at the factory level. But, you know, this was one of those times where somebody came to me and said, check this out. And I was like, whoa. I'm like, there's, there, we got to do something with this. So it it's got a unique flavor
0: reverse. to
3: it. Yeah. You know, it's, it's not pepper dominant. You get the pepper on the retro hail, but it's a lot of rich chocolate leather. It's, it's a really good balance of flavors on, on the on the cigar. And you don't have that dominant, like pepper bomb, whatever it, that I see in a lot of Maduro cigars these days. Um, I think it's great. I really yeah, I don't like get a too. lot
0: of uh, pepper yeah. on this.
3: Yeah, it's In it, the retro, in the retrohale, you will a little bit, um, <laughs> but there's no – usually I, what I personally get pepper from is like whenever you use like a Lijero from Esteli, and there's no Esteli in the blend. It's all yeah. Nicaraguan. There's three different regions, but it's Ometepe, Condega, Jalapa. There's okay. no Esteli in it, and that was done, not done intentionally. That's how the blend was brought to me, and I'm like, oh, that explains why it's balanced, but it's not pepper dominant, which I thought it was really nice.
1: It's funny that Jerry just brought up the taste of this because I was just like writing down my notes and I put like, besides being oily and a very smoky stick, it's also constructed very nicely because I just like ashed it. Perfect stack of dimes. I could have probably smoked it down to the nub and just like would have held up. But um, yeah. I got a lot of cream and like coffee on this. It's it's very light. It's not what you'd maybe typically think of a Maduro at all. No, it's not. It's yeah. not like heavy. It's not no. heavy.
3: It's not yeah. peppery. It's not doesn't punch you in the mouth. It's just like a rich Balanced, sweet, creamy oh, yeah. coffee, leather, chocolate, whatever you want to go down yeah. that road. But so, so yeah, for the, for
0: this particular blend, uh, what mm-hmm. would you recommend somebody out there if they were like, "I want to try this cigar when it comes out and finally hits a store"? What would you recommend pairing something like this with?
3: You're yeah. asking the wrong guy. Yeah, <laughs> not a pair guy, huh? Uh, no, <laughs> no, coffee, coffee, and coffee, water, and water. That's I don't drink. I'm like I am the one guy in this industry that doesn't drink bourbon, scotch, whiskey, whatever i uh i retired that jersey uh how many years ago 2010 december of 2010 so it's been uh, 13 years since i had a little pop good for got you. too good at it so i just stopped doing it. Okay.
0: <laughs> you got to hang up the hang uh, it up right hall, you got hall of, f- hall of Fame career.
3: <laughs> hall of fame career yeah i had a really good season in 2010 believe me nah.
2: no yeah. uh believe it or not that's not as uncommon i know uh You know, we work with Cigar Hustler, and Mike from Cigar Hustler does not drink either.
3: Is that right? Yeah. I didn't know that. Well, he's very, like, health-oriented. I can tell he's, like, a fitness guy and obviously works out and all that. But even those guys usually will have something. If I
0: didn't drink, I would probably be so, like, I'm, I'm, I'm in shape right now. But if I didn't drink, holy shit.
1: Yeah, it just adds on. It's extra calories that you don't need. Yeah, it's like yeah. one sh- one shot of whiskey has about like thirty to forty calories. I think I believe that's it. But still, no, I it's think on be it. more than that. It's, it's no. not, yeah. not the
3: caloric; it's the, how much sugar it just yeah. it's corn sugar that and well, it's hard, yeah, and
1: yeah. it's
3: it's just tough on your organs. It's not yeah. so much It's tired on the liver but, to
2: pro- it immediately has to too. process the alcohol. Listen,
3: man, I you know being in this industry as long as I have, I've seen guys literally, and I'm not bullshitting. I've seen them literally drink themselves to death. We had a yeah. sales rep back in the day. Jesus good friend of mine great guy and he passed away at 42 and it was
2: damn.
3: It, it was either his kidney or his liver it just literally doctor told him like you take another drink you're gonna die and he just couldn't stop and he unfortunately didn't refrain and you know we lost him i was just like man that's just that's hard at hey. 42 is pretty young though so. that is i don't
0: weird. even want to think about that that's like only it's
2: 10 years away for me Fuck, yeah. it's eight yeah. years away <laughs>
3: yeah you can you get to a point where like you know i mean at least i did where it's just like i don't need it anymore really. you know it was just hey. i wanted to be i wanted to be like in control and feel everything without filtering something because like for me personally as far as the drinking thing goes it was like you know if i was happy and celebrating you would drink something so you kind of filter that out you would feel the, the emotion and then if you're sad or you're bummed and you want to de-stress you take some more drinks and you don't feel that. I'm like, I want to feel the good, the bad, and everything in between yeah. to the full yeah. extent. And that's why I... It's an
0: interesting lived. way to look at it. But yeah. you're not wrong. People mm-hmm. self-medicate. People celebrate. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, it, with all, it's the same substance for celebration as it is to self-medicate and try to mask some feelings. So, I mean, mm-hmm. it's kind of weird yeah. when you think of it that way.
3: Yeah. Hey, so, to you, answer you always your got cigars.
1: Question, coffee. And, coffee. And, and, and you always got cigars that enhance whatever mood you're into. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I mean, I do all my smoking here. That's another little fun fact. Yeah, I don't smoke at the house at all. When I go home, it's I leave the Crown Heads hat over here, and I go home and I become husband and father, and I just stay in that. And
0: Takes off the Converse, leaves him at the office, and then he and then I or the I,
3: I literally take off the Crown Heads gear. I don't wear any gear at he, home, and I'm just like I try to like puts on his Air like Monarchs.
0: The the grass yeah, cut yeah shoes. the grass cutting shoes.
3: Put on this, the the, dad this, mode. This, the old man, new balance shoes, or <laughs> yeah, yeah. The Air
0: Monarchs, they're you know what I'm talking about, the old school no. Nikes, the dad Nikes.
3: The, 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 the only shoes that I own are either Vans or Converse.
0: I'm that, a big that's man's it. that's good. all I wear. I think
3: we I talked about never, this before, yeah. Vans, I don't, I don't wear anything else. I'm a Vans guy,
2: I'm an Adidas guy through and through.
1: Well, speaking of hats, thank you for all the hats that you sent, yeah. Holy shit, yeah, yeah. you got a, you sent us a whole bunch, so totally appreciative. But like the one well, that we're, we're sponsoring you guys. Oh, I gotta, yeah. Yeah
3: give you a sponsorship package well right?
1: the one that me and jerry are wearing now i oh yeah that was, that was really i cool. saw you wearing that on like mm-hmm. an instagram video and i was like that hat is so dope and then when jerry gave it to me yesterday i was like i'm so glad we got this one because i love this hat because <laughs> I, I love all black and just that hat is so cool i think the cross cool. on the front of it is awesome
3: we're only in January, so I'm sure you'll get a lot more. <laughs> oh. we drop, dude, we, we, I've got a file that's literally like that thick on my desk right here that you can't see that is literally um, all the designs we've either done or um, that are in the production queue or that are actually in production. And I, it's a constant. Every four to six weeks, I'm coming up with new designs and new orders and just keep rotating. We've never repeated the same one twice either. So they're all like one and done.
0: So you hear that, guys. When the Bill's hats are gone... That's it. They're gone. You
3: guys have them. You should be running like promos. and. Oh, we oh, we've been whatever. trying to do
0: like little giveaways. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. yeah I mean, go. people are very receptive, especially like the Bills fans here. Yeah. They're like, well, where'd you get that hat? I'm like,
1: oh, man.
0: It's the our Queen boy. City hat. <laughs> it's the Queen City hat is what we call it.
1: Don't want to get no copyright. <laughs> <laughs> Looks good on John right now. Looks good. And we just gave one away last night for, the, for our After Her show on Patreon, so... Yeah, one lucky budget. winner. So
3: you got the you yeah. got that logo, and then you got the boys logo right there. So yeah. fucking sweet, man. Collab.
1: So one of. lucky winner got to have that hat, and they're they're gonna be stoked when they get it.
3: Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Very cool. Very cool.
0: But yeah, I mean, if you if you thought we were keeping those hats for ourselves, <laughs> like no. thirty five hats, uh, no way.
3: <laughs> as cool as it would you, be, Do you guys have an online store. You can sell them. I
0: feel weird about that, man. I feel like that's really? just not what they're for. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, get, I mean, I they're for it. they're for our like they're for our listeners, man. They're they're not you know to sell and but shit. Look,
3: it, I'll be honest with you. The whole reason why we have an online store is not necessarily to make a bunch of money. I mean, we do sell a lot of merch, but you know, we give away more than we sell. The whole reason I started that was because when we were using like the hats or a T-shirt in stores for a, a GWP, which is a gift with purchase, I wanted to establish a value so that people don't go, "Well, what's this worth?" You know what I mean? So the retailer knows, okay. They're selling this hat for $40. It's $40 when you buy a box to get for purchase. That's the only reason why we started the hardware store however many years ago. And it just kind of really expanded and took off. And now man, we've had orders from Europe. We've had orders from Puerto Rico, Guam, everywhere. So it's, it's kind of cool.
0: So that's something that we've been working on. Uh, obviously, the three of us in this room have been talking about starting like some kind of a website where you can do merch. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean
3: we'll
2: send you the you we, see here we got the down to herf shirt we got like you know. herf shirts yeah, yeah, i mean yeah. we
0: got like custom glen Karens, you know there's all kinds of stuff that we have we just mm-hmm. don't advertise it to everybody else to purchase yeah you know everything's yeah. kind of like hey there's two in existence and they're being worn by us you know like there i don't go. know but we yeah. got to we got to try and figure something out uh, that's one part of this this whole owning like an llc thing that mm-hmm. i need to learn yeah like running a website i have no fucking clue how to do that stuff i can edit a video in two hours i can put together literally essentially a movie every week it's an hour and a half movie i i I edit it i I make it look good i put it out there that's cool but running a goddamn website i have no idea how to do that stuff
3: no creating content is where it's at right now so your skill set's actually more where it needs to be as opposed i mean like if you went to our website you'd be like this is garbage and it really is it's like hot garbage our website it's like I think we, we, it's from 2012 and it hasn't been updated or revised or anything. And then when 16 came around um, with the whole FDA deeming regulations and all of that stuff, we were like, we were told by attorneys, just strip everything off your website, cigar related information. So there's like a sparse bit of cigar information on there. We haven't put it back up there, but that's, that's on the to do list for 24. We're going to hopefully come up with a better, a more contemporary website. I think most people just go on there to see where our next event is or to buy merch, but there's not a lot of cigar content. All right,
1: so any tech guys out there listening, down to her crown heads, we need some tech help.
3: (laughs) So my cousin
1: cousin
0: actually builds websites and I've never reached out to him. It's kind of weird. You should. I you know should. I should, just like a little side project.
3: Well, there's there's all types. There's like Squarespace now where you can yeah. supposedly go in there, and, and they've got all the templates set up, and it's, you know, it's pretty pretty good, pretty dialed. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no. I, I actually, I do have a guy that I'm, that's supposed to be doing a website for us. I just haven't given him all the collateral and all the photography and all the product shots, but um, we're, it's, it's definitely on the list for sure.
2: Speaking of which, we're definitely going to need to get a product shot of these uh, finished ones for when we promote this thing.
3: Oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Actually, oh. we we're gonna do this announcement a little differently. Again, this is by the time this comes <laughs> out, it'll be on. But um cigar aficionado is actually gonna run the story.
2: Oh, nice! So Great.
3: I'm Great. giving them a shot to do the exclusive, as opposed to like half wheel. What time are so, they putting that out? I don't even know. I just I literally like today's what the twelfth. Yeah. So yesterday, I just sent the editor the press release and the the product shots. And I said, do not post this until the 17th. And so I don't know what time. I would imagine sometime in the morning.
0: They're okay. usually pretty yeah. professional. I would imagine they wouldn't go against your
3: Oh, they're resources. great. I mean, yeah. everybody at CA, I mean, I've known Dave Savona and Greg Matola for a long time. That, that goes back days. to the
2: CAO days.
3: Yeah, 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 yeah. We definitely go back to the CAO days. And I just did the first big smoke for them that I've done personally since 2013. I just did Vegas in November, so it was kind of good to reconnect with those guys.
0: Are yes. you going to be down in Florida for in Rachel? February?
3: He, what's that, February 24th, I yeah. think, right? I'm considering it. Um, <clears throat> it's just tough. I mean, I got you know uh, a lot of personal stuff that I've got with my family that kind of ties me back to home. That makes it difficult for me to get away. Uh, Miguel has peppered me with that request to do that.
0: Is he going to be down there?
3: Oh, Miguel. He's everywhere, dude. He's, he, right now, he's in California. And then I think he comes home for like two days, and then he goes back out to Arizona, and he's he's constantly on the road. And when he's home, he's like he can't wait to get back on the road. We uh, he's a road
0: dog. I'm pretty sure me and Gio are going to be down there. I was just curious if you're going to be down in there. Florida. Yeah, yeah. It's my yeah, wife's J- birthday, the 23rd, so we're taking a birthday oh, nice.
3: trip. Okay, cool.
0: It's a birthday yeah. trip <laughs> to go to the right. to the Great Smoke.
3: <laughs> like that. I'm sure she'll enjoy spending her birthday in a smoke filled room.
0: <laughs> now she's and gonna great. go sit on the beach. Of course. It's all she wants. That's all she it's wants. Okay. In February in Buffalo, get out of here, go down to Florida.
3: God, You have to dig your way out of there, huh?
0: Pretty much, yeah. Oh,
3: bro. They're talking about snow here on Monday, and everybody is already like. It, you, I mean, you guys are like used to this stuff because you grew up in it, but here it's like if they even say the S word. It's all of a sudden. <laughs> well, see, like every, every gallon of milk is cleared out. Everybody's <laughs> running the in
0: bread. Yeah, it's the eggs. bread, <laughs> eggs, and milk.
3: Yeah, see, it's like, all gone.
2: Like, see, like Nashville. To them, like, a major storm is, like, three inches of snow.
3: hmm We get that, like... Oh, yeah. They'll, sh- they'll shut it down. They'll shut yeah. the schools down. <laughs> we get, flurry. like...
0: You get a foot. And they're, they're not... I mean, we'll get a foot of snow, and they literally will make the kids go to
3: school.
1: As they should. Yeah. <laughs> as <laughs> they should. As our grandparents would say. We had to walk a mile in the snow. Oh. Uptill, Uptill both ways. ways. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there were my no God. buses back then. We had to walk We had to walk in three feet of snow. It was a blizzard. You should have seen it. Oh, my God. Yeah. It. Oh, my dad... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: They'll get a flurry here, or the threat of snow, and then they'll just cancel the schools. They'll close. Like- now,
2: I will say, I did take for granted after seeing like what happened in Texas. They got like they had no snow prep that one year, and
0: mm-hmm. the whole damn oh, yeah. like city.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, they
0: had like the freezing rain, yeah, and then like all the power went out, and the pipes, the the throughway had like a hundred thirty car pileup. They. Uh- it was like thirty degrees or something and mm-hmm. but it was like the end of the world there. Like I, I literally <laughs> snowblow in thirty degrees with shorts on. Shorts and sneakers. <laughs> I'll be snowblowing out. Blowing outside. I swear to God.
1: Thirty degrees is like summertime for you guys. Yeah. That's crazy. People yeah. wear shorts at yeah, thirty degrees people are still wearing shorts around yeah, here. No doubt. It has to be
0: I, I- twenty degrees for me to put pants on to, like, <laughs> to be snow blowing.
1: I have a longtime
3: friend who lives up in I wanna say what is it? Cheek Tawaga. That's, oh, yeah, shit. That's where Caleb yeah, lives. A- I'm
1: from there. That's where I'm from. Okay. All right. All right. So I've known Dave
3: for freaking 20 years or whatever. He works for New Era. And oh, yeah. Their offices are up there in Buffalo or whatever, but he lives up there. I remember one year, him just sending me a text. and it, I opened the text. It's like this white screen. I'm like, did you mean <laughs> to send me something? And he's like, I did. He goes, that's my front. I opened my front door. That's what I saw. That's probably it was 2014. Yeah. It might've been. It might've yeah. been. I was just shocked. I'm like, how? How do you, what? What's how
0: crazy feet? is that falls in one night. <laughs> oh my God. So like That's you go insane. to bed and you can see the concrete and the next day you wake up and you can't open the door. There's four feet of snow yeah. at your door. I'll send you You're those. literally snowed in.
3: How do you, how do you get out from under so mean, that? So what happens doesn't...
0: is most of us, you know, you, you have like your snowblower ready to go and, uh, buffalonians aren't stupid. When it starts snowing, you don't just, you don't just go to bed and let it happen. You're out there working. Yeah. yeah. You know, you're, you're, Salt as it's driveway. coming, as it's coming, you're, you're shoveling, you're keeping paths, you're making sure you can get to your snowblower, which is ready to go. You're even out like, on the roof. You're, you're out on the snow, roof snow knocking off the stuff roof. out. Like you are working. Snowstorm, it ain't, it's not like this, uh, oh, it's time to rest up and enjoy the snow <laughs> day. It's like, fuck, I got to go outside. I'm going to be snowblowing for the next five hours. This sucks.
3: Now, granted, not you just, you know what? Uh, heated roofs and heated driveways.
1: Some people, there, have uh, nice so
0: things. there's this guy. Uh, he's he went pretty viral like a year ago during like mm-hmm. the bad storm he actually installed the heated driveway
1: couple a uh, couple Jeez. in my neighborhood Isn't however
0: he he also he, he goes so in depth that he actually uh does like a report on how much it affects your bill like your electric bill uh, <laughs> it's expensive I so,
3: can't even imagine. what does that do
0: so like is that crazy it, it, well, to it actually, install
2: it let, just,
0: the I installation can, did you see it
2: it's like a hundred grand
0: yeah he did like the, it's like coils under the ground. I mean, it's it's very intuitive. And then, you know, they lay the concrete down. Um, and then he has this whole system. It's like the size of like maybe like an outhouse. You know, he's mm-hmm. got to walk into the thing, and make sure all the boilers are on or whatever the hell, however the fuck it's ran.
2: It's a separate water tank. Yeah,
0: it's a separate, like two water tanks that go hot water. And then like he flicks this thing on, but it affects his bill by like $200. Yeah. If he has to turn it on for a certain amount of That's time. That's it?
3: 200 that's bucks.
0: Awesome. That's kind of how I thought. Yeah. But I the mean, initial investment is the problem. Grand,
3: I'm like, okay, but that's the same cost as it would be to put an in-ground pool. You yeah. want to get a pool? that's going to run you 100 grand. If you want to heat the pool, it's going to run you that much money to heat it. I mean, you know, I mean, yeah. I don't know. It might not be a bad, bad <laughs> invest.
2: Well, it also depends on the size of your driveway. So, like, there's a funny thing. Like, obviously, there's a story that went around, like, Josh Allen lives in a very affluent part of town over here. His driveway is like, uh, like 250 foot driveway.
0: It's huge. Mm-hmm.
2: And his financial advisor told him it would not be worth it for you to put this addition onto your house. You are better off paying for a plow and salting service. Yeah. Cause like the amount of work that would have done would have probably have like cost him like three game checks.
0: Do you remember wow. the, yeah. Do you remember the, uh, when they, the orchard park people? Just like started digging all the Bills yeah. players out because yeah. yeah. they weren't going to make their flight. I was like, "This is ridiculous." That was last last year. These guys are millionaires. The, like cl- the Browns on.
2: game where we hit, or where we had to go play in Cleveland. I forgot who we played.
0: I was like, "No, wasn't it the Detroit game? We got snowed and it had to move to Detroit." Oh, yeah. yeah, but I
2: didn't yeah. know the team we were playing. I think it was the Browns. It might have been. Yeah,
0: but I mean, it was just. People were, like, digging out our million. Like, our quarterback gets paid $258 million, and there's people that, like, make minimum wage out there just shoveling this dude's driveway so he could get out to go to the game.
2: I, I would hope. I, I kind of hated that.
0: I kind of hated that. My I didn't hope like is it.
2: that they, like, compensated.
0: Didn't like, a helicopter come pick him up?
2: Snowblow or snowmobiles.
0: Yeah, snowmobiles. Oh they were picking God. our players up on snowmobiles and taking them to the airport. Well, they got well, they, were a- they, were t- they were taking helicopters oh. to the airport. Well, they Something all got a nice
1: pizza even. party, so it was worth it. Yeah. Yeah, right? Oh, Here, guys, thanks
0: for digging us
2: out for 10 hours. There's a
1: pizza party. All right. But
2: the Christmas storm, I'm going to send you the picture. So that was like last year that storm went like crazy all in the news. So I drive a 4Runner, and I'm standing on top of a snow mound where I can see my sunroof. Like, that's how much snow we got.
1: Yeah.
3: That's crazy. That's insane.
1: I'm going to change it up real quick, John. I want to talk about mm-hmm. much warmer climates and warmer places. So... Mm-hmm. I don't know how closely you've been listening to the news, but I saw a lot of crazy videos and stuff out of Ecuador, and there is like this war going on between the drug cartels. I hotels. just I was
3: talking to somebody this okay. morning who's going to Honduras, like in
1: February March, and
3: he's like, I'm kind of apprehensive about going to Hondo, and I'm like. You know, I did that back in the day. I said, you, you know, don't be shocked. You'll have a pickup in front of you and one behind you and guys with machine guns. That's just how
1: they, they roll down there. So is that how it is when you go to like Nicaragua and uh, different places? At, and during Zona? that
3: time, it was. I mean, really? that was like in the CAO days. Yeah, it was wow. pretty. Even Nica was like that. We were on. I trip. heard. It was like, it was, you know, it, now not so much. I like thought when I, if I go down to Nika now, it's, you know, it's no big deal or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't have security and all that stuff. Um, but I saw what was going on in yeah. Ecuador, and I'm like, I told the guy, I'm like, just be glad you're not going to Ecuador. And you <laughs> see what's going on down there, it's it's scary, bro. Yeah, like, no Do you way. think that's
2: going to affect the industry at all? Because obviously, Ecuador. I thought about
3: that. I thought about it. But stuff. I, mean, yeah, I can't imagine that's going to go, you know, much longer. I mean, cause I hope not. Not for those people. It's just nuts. It's like there's no, no stability. There's no law. It's just like everybody's it's a free for all. It's that's, crazy. Yeah, they. I don't know.
1: They declared martial law. Um, this started the new. It started like two days ago, I think. Which, uh, it's I got, all because
3: one dude got escaped from prison. Is that? Yeah, a, it's like I a cartel leader
1: cartel escaped from prison. They they for some reason attacked a college campus. Is where it all started, and then at the capital city, um, it's just like a, a a fight between the government and the drug cartels. It's a straight war. Um, he told his troops to neutralize criminal gangs. Um, so uh, they did open a fire on the gang members. Uh, apparently this start the new president's only been office for two months so uh they're blaming all the gangs and uh yeah i guess they well in this article it also says that ecuador is a major criminal hotspot because it's between peru and colombia and all the cocaine but like my question was you know if you guys are buying some ecuadorian grown tobacco like man how could that affect like getting it up to the states or how or the factories there
3: I, you know, to be honest, most be of the, the, the factories are pretty well stocked on something is is, like Habano, like Habano leaf from Ecuador. I mean, that's that's not a scarcity, so you kind of stockpile anyway. So I don't think that's going to be an issue. I mean, I talked to Ernesto today. I didn't even the topic didn't even come up. Um, I don't think that's going to be an issue. To be perfectly honest, with you. It, you know, I don't think anybody's going to be going down there looking at tobacco. <laughs> yeah, you know, right. soon, but, don't uh, fly in. Yeah, it's, so the city. Those cartels are no joke, man. I because when TAA is when it goes to Mexico, I'm like, Duh. I'm like, let's just go to Casa de Campo in the BR because Yeah, I remember the one we went one time in Mexico, I think it was in Cabo, and um you have ground service, ground transportation, you land and then somebody picks you up and they drive you to a resort where the TAA convention is going to be. And they said, oh, you know, you, you, you're you fine as long as you travel during the day and you have a very inconspicuous car. Don't travel any flashy cars. They give you all these little guidelines. So anyway, my wife and daughter and I fly in and we're delayed or whatever. And we end up landing like at 930 at night. And we're like, oh, God, I hope somebody's going to be picking us up. And they do pick us up. And we go out to the car and it's like this macked out Escalade with like 30 inch <laughs> rims, fucking <laughs> lights under the thing. It's like a circus mobile. Or something. I'm like, Oh yeah, this is not conspicuous at all. I don't just put a big sign on the back? That says like, you know, Dignite. shoot me now,
1: yeah. turistas.
3: Very nervous. I was very nervous. I don't get nervous very often, but I was just like, oh shit, man, this is not. Gonna be. And you drive on this really deserted road, and it's just oh. you're just waiting for somebody to like pull in front of you, and you know. But knock on wood, we were okay. So, hey. But a week after that convention, um, there was like a, a cartel went into a restaurant that a lot of people went to during that TAA and gun some people
0: down and and kidnap the guy so man that's that's crazy uh yeah very lawless
2: The cigar industry you know it's out there
0: there. (laughs) yeah Yeah, right who says that this is just a hobby man there's guys down there fucking gunning people down right now yeah this is wild shit
2: you know john
0: huber or tony montana
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah right yeah right (laughs)
2: Suddenly, um, the next you count got my is. fucking Obatos,
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh. say hello
0: to my little
3: friend. There's always, I think that's it. Yeah, male guy.
1: All right, I so I got another question. This might be another one going into hot water, or hot, maybe sensitive topics, but uh. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw a little internet beef on Instagram uh, between maybe a certain brand that may or may not be mentioned and you. And I, I don't think it was uh, well-deserved. I thought it could have went around in a, a very – I think it could have up in a positive way. But certain someone didn't allow it to go that way. And I know – I don't think you guys really touched on it. But maybe that was best to ignore it.
3: I'm not trying to be like uh, coy or anything, but I really don't know what you're talking about. I think he's talking you about
0: you- uh, Brian Dessend i'm throwing some shade at crown heads from pravada
3: oh oh yeah I, I think i saw that i'd never responded to it I yeah mean, yeah yeah maybe just okay, when ignore- you said a brand i was like thinking a brand not a character so. <laughs> oh <laughs> i' just you know i mean, no that's there's certain battles you just kind of go okay you know i'm not even gonna engage not even validate it i some people sent me that uh, alex actually at my cigar pack good friend of mine Shout out my cigar pack, Um, Send me that clip, and I was like, "What is, what is this all about?" I have no idea. Um, That's what I said I, when I saw it. I, I'm trying to remember what, what started that whole thing. Somebody, somebody
0: said something about a Juarez. They were trying to find Juarez or something.
2: They they, saw, they oh
3: yeah yeah, yeah 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 okay. So somebody contacts me, hits me with a DM that um, I got this Juarez at uh, Pravada or through Pravada, and I wrote him back. I just, I, I'm like, that's interesting. I said, um, I didn't know that we sold cause we don't sell to them. I made a, a drew a line in the sand years ago and I told the guy that was servicing the account, I don't want to do business with these people anymore and do not ship to them. We'll make it up somewhere else. And that was, that's as transparent as you can be. And I just, that's all I said was like, how did you get there? You know? And he's like, Oh bro, they got all your cigars. And I'm like, huh? Interesting. And that's it. I just, i let it go. I don't know how they got the product, but we don't ship. Their, they're not a, a yeah. Account.
0: We saw Miguel was uh, tagged in there. Uh, yeah, was, I tagged
3: him to kind of like research and go. How are these guys getting the cigars? when yeah. we don't ship to them. But then the he day. made
0: like kind of a little bit of a,
2: a, a snarky video. Yeah, it was a
0: snarky little video. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just
3: yeah. you know, kind of yeah. kind
0: of classless. You know, I I don't know. Yeah, I, just feel I, like I saw
3: it. I, I listen. I I didn't do anything that I regret saying or anything. It was just a, it was a, an inquiry, like how did they get the cigars, and we don't sell to them. That's yeah,
1: all. I thought I'd ask because you know what, I I don't know the relationship, but I just thought if, you know, maybe if going about business or some sort of team up. I'm not saying you would ever do it or anything, but like if you if that were to be like that, would have been the opportunity to be like, hey, maybe we could work together or something, but just the way he went about it was like defensive It total, totally would turn off any conversation so at that point kind of you know,
3: like, very didn't even respond uh, very congratulations for all of his success <laughs> and all of this, the, the money that he's apparently making and he's, you know he's the reason why the industry is thriving congratulations <laughs> but it doesn't mean I want to do business with that person but you know good for him but I don't there's, there's no interest for me there's not enough money that would make me go yeah I want to do a collaboration with you know, that person, or that, that organization. That's just my choice, that's all. I, no, no disrespect to the guy. Obviously, he's doing very well and he's, he's got a following and what have you, but it's just not for me.
0: Yeah, obviously, Caleb brought this up and
1: I was like,
3: yeah, I don't know. He I might had to, be willing I to, talk had about to jog it. my memory because I don't, I was like, what? Because I really didn't pay much
1: attention. Well, to that's, so I know you do some videos here and there and by you not having a response, I, I figured that was your response. No, Sometimes no response is the best response. Yeah, sometimes I think
3: guys like that will fish and try to start something to get the light shined on to them. And that's just a lose-lose situation to engage with somebody like that. You just, you know, what's the point? Like, You have a different idea of what the business is about. God bless you. Much success. Congratulations. and You know, whatever. You can say whatever you want about me. And I'm not going to say shit about you because I'm not somebody to to talk shit about people. It's like, that's
1: fine. Yeah, no I, I figured that's how you were handling business on your end because, you know, like yeah. you say, some no response is a response in itself.
3: There are a lot of guys, I will just say this, there's a lot of guys on this side of the fence that I don't even need to mention their names who share the same feeling that I do towards that particular, uh, I don't know if you're of a retailer or organization or whatever, um, and have made the same decision not to to do direct business. And then there's others that will, and that's fine. But I, I'm not alone in that uh, in that feeling, so I'll deal with that. Hey,
2: there's nothing wrong with that, and that's the beauty of free enterprise. You can choose who you want to work with. <laughs> exactly, exactly.
0: What else you got, Caleb?
1: Hey, I what just, else you got, Caleb? Hey, yeah, what you else got, you got, Caleb? You know I mean, what, Caleb's stir got, the pot? Yeah, stir Caleb's the pot. Just yeah, <laughs> <been> Stirring <laughs> the pot. What Con- do you got? What else Con- you got? Controversy sells, you know you got to <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, so, some, so sometimes you got to bring it up and you know yeah. we were we were on that cuz obviously we're affiliated with you guys so i just figured why not ask the man himself
3: mm. feel free nothing's off the table yeah. i mean i'm sure on january 18th there'll be another real <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. i'll be like
0: okay
1: here it comes yeah thanks guys
0: well yeah. i mean um, the thing yeah.
2: is what's crazy is like i've only like in the amount of time i have followed crown heads i've only seen one video where you had a response to a certain person. We won't get into that, but I just remember the way you handled it made me laugh.
3: I thought that was funny. I again, I probably don't remember.
2: <laughs> it was a three finger me. post. <laughs> three finger
3: post to anybody in particular directly?
2: Uh, indirectly.
3: I don't, uh, I don't know. I. We'll I'm a Former I'm partner. Get, as I get, as I get older and wiser and hopefully a little bit more mature about things trying to just refrain from such behavior um yeah Yeah. that was a little little bit more of a looser canon years ago and but uh life is short man
0: and now he's in the hall of fame man yeah now he's in the hall of fame you
3: 2010
0: class of 2010 hall of fame dude you were a
1: little looser back then you said
3: (laughs) oh yeah, yeah, yeah 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 for sure Hall
1: of Fame, man. You got the gold jacket, you got the plaque on the wall, so now you gotta, you know, you gotta act you go. like a Hall of Famer. There you go. Yeah, Not exactly. There, there's Hard. the
2: next Crowned Head hat. Class of
3: 2010. Oh
1: <laughs> here's a hot take. I was
3: I was still at CAO in 2010.
1: Here's a hot here's a hot take. Yeah. We talked okay. about this last night. Had this crazy conspiracy theory that Baron Trump and Donald Trump are time travelers from another universe based on a based on the eighteen ninety three inner what inner inner Gristle Lockwood book called Baron Trump and the Mysterious Time Machine or something like that do you think that their time time travelers set here to save America so maybe this give him a little I, i'm sure he has no idea what the fuck book you're talking about <laughs> i have no idea yeah, like, yeah. so Caleb, listen Caleb to this is a little out there i'll find it this
0: is actually pretty fucking weird john right some Where's dude in some Where's
1: dude <laughs> i have no idea
0: i yeah he he goes out there he goes off the rails this is
3: Oh man!
0: So, some lunatic right. in 1893 wrote this book yep. about a
1: man named Baron Trump. Oh, well, let Caleb get into the details. He pulled it up. All right, I pulled it up. So, there's this book. It was made in 1893 by Ingersoll Lockwood. It's called Baron Trump's Marvelous Underground Journey. And then there is a second book as well, and it's called the uh, the Last President. And it foreshadows a man, a uh, Baron Trump, who is obviously Donald Trump's son. And in this book, there is a man called Don. Who could be Don possibly? And they travel together and through time and space. And they they are in the book. They're actually from Fifth Avenue and the exact location wow. in the eighteen hundreds is where Trump Tower is today. There <laughs> wow. is a President Trump. That's crazy. There, there's, it gets all a good conspiracy. It gets crazier it. though, John. There's this a, gets crazy. There's a President Trump. There's a Pence, and it it's, yeah, Mister like, Pence. There's a Mister Pence in the book. It's as fucking well.
0: weird, man.
2: This is a real book. You, apparently, how
3: did you discover this? Because like I've never heard. <laughs>
2: So we have another show we do that's like after her, where we get a little bit more off the walls, and it's on Patreon. Yeah. Yeah. And Caleb every week finds a crazy conspiracy theory.
1: He Puts dropped this on
2: of yesterday. Hat on everything, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, there's really? no like cigar talk, other than like, hey, what are you smoking? I,
3: I, like, I just, I just think that's fascinating. I'm like, I love conspiracy theories. There's actually a podcast called Conspiracy Theories that I, I used to listen to on the on the drive home. I haven't listened to it in a minute but um you know it's always fascinating the whole like the JFK thing and all of those different you know everything like I that's interesting to me but um if I knew how to spell Ingersoll I might look it
1: up so but. here's where things actually <laughs> get I'd have to buy a couple of vowels for that. Like, uh... <laughs> so here's where things get even crazier if you want to go hot topic so in this well What happened, they're time travelers, and so back when Nikola Tesla was around, he was said to have found some sort of way to time travel through all his crazy designs. Then he died, and uh, the CIA, or the FBI at the time, they took all his things, but they hired an outside agency to do it, and who else other than Donald Trump's uncle worked for this agency, and he inherited all of Nikola Tesla's time traveling work, and then when Donald Trump's uncle died, Donald Trump is said to have inherited all this. So that's where is Donald Trump and his son, are they time travelers, comes into play and it goes with this wow. book. And it's just that's wild that the names are there, the location's there, and we Great had to gosh. talk about it and
0: I mean the book's hundred and thirty years old.
3: God bless, that's fascinating. Some
2: Nostradamus shit.
0: Yeah, right? It's fucking weird.
3: No doubt, man. <laughs> so about that Mil Diaz Maduro. <laughs> Hell yeah, yeah, seriously. <laughs> yeah, right. Dude, I this thing's like awesome. It's talking about a cigar, and you guys are talking <laughs> about time
2: travel. I'm like, okay, now nah, we, we, we get a little crazy here. We but now, so we'll go, we'll talk about this Madelius Madura. So, is it only going to be the two sizes, or is there going to be more? Three.
3: I, I literally like when Gio contacted me, he's like, you got cigars that you can send me for the show? And I'm like, I had bundles of each of the three Vitolas, but I'd smoked all of the Edmundo. I said, I'm just <laughs> going to give you the topas and the sublime. Sublime. Um, but yeah, it's going to be three sizes. It's going to be original sizes of, uh, there's three of the original sizes. Miedo, uh, Topaz, which is a new one with the pigtail and Sublime. Those three same prices as the natural will be the same prices as the Maduro. Um, so yeah, we're pretty excited about it. We don't usually say regular production releases and announcements for the annual trade show for PCA, but, um, we've got something else for PCA already lined up. So we put this one in there and, uh, so I, got, I got them. a lot of, you know, we'll be hopefully there. The, hate, the haters that say, oh, all you do is LEs. I'm like, okay, well, this isn't an LE. You can get it any day of the week. You can go to your retail back So this is a regular production brand, um, one that I'm very excited about.
0: Who the, the hell the, says shit like that? Because every, every company, two, right, you, I was to say, yeah, everybody does this.
3: You'd be surprised. Man. Everybody I, does I, LEs. For the most part, I get a lot of really positive feedback on my DMs and stuff. And I'm very grateful for the support that we receive. But once in a while you'll get somebody on that, that just like I don't know if they had a bad day or something, but like I had one guy send me a DM recently and he says, Electorem uh, uh L E last year, like what's the pastelito season it was a complete flop. It was terrible, you've lost touch with all of the cigar smoking community. It's too bad. I've sold all the all the crown heads that I have. Good luck.
2: <laughs> <What>? <laughs> yo send me yeah. some dms bro i'll grab it off of you
3: <laughs> yeah that was a and damn I, good cigar you know, and you, you can't damn engage good. with so i just you know i'm not gonna not say something so i wrote him back and i said i hope you made some good money off of your sale and i wish you all the best in the coming year you know god bless
1: and that Nicely was it, done you know. yeah
3: what are you gonna do so yeah uh, but there are some people that think that yo, know, okay why do you do all these le's uh, you know, blah, 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 blah. And we, it's, it's a misconception because most of the, the LEs that we do are, are seasonal releases like Mule Kick or um, like Las Calaveras is, is a limited edition that we do every year. Nobody's complained about that.
0: Yo, this but, year's um, was really, really good. The Broadleaf. The broadleaf and I think the
3: broadleaf back, yeah.
0: Throwing, yeah, I throwing a box of those away for a couple of years in a nice mm. controlled broadleaf environment. Oh, so well, it really man. does. I
3: mean, but, I mean, a lot of, I just had a guy, um I just put a reel up about it, Um a gentleman named Mike Korea from um, Regency Cigar Emporium, and he, I did his podcast a couple weeks ago, and he sent me as a thank you three of the original Mule Kick that he had been holding back, and I'm like, wow, this is cool, I haven't seen these in a minute, and this cigar is 12 years old, and I'm like, I'm going to smoke one, see, it's kind of gas in the tank, and it's fantastic, I was like, wow, I would have thought this would have aged out by now, but the blend was just Really good, still punchy, still really good. So, but yeah, broadleaf will, will age good. These these cigars that I gave you guys will age well. Um, we actually started production of this regular production brand last year, so I wanted a little extra age time before putting in the boxes and all that good stuff. So,
0: I know we touched so.
3: on it er- earlier, but what was the exact
0: blend on this Maduro?
3: Connecticut broadleaf wrapper, okay. Habano Habano binder, and then all the filler is hundred percent Nicaraguan. But you've got. You got Viso Jalapa, you've got um you say- from Condega. Okay. And then you've got Seiko from Ometepe. There's no Esteli, which I found very interesting because usually I'm a big Esteli guy. But that's probably why you don't get as much pepper on the front. You can only get it through the retro.
2: Now um, um I'm not as familiar with the third one you said. What was it? The
3: you know, Ometepe, Seiko from Ometepe.
2: Okay, what are, do you have any other uh blends that have used that one? Just so I can yeah. kind of
3: yeah, we've we've used Ometepe in uh what was it? Uh, I think in you know, the Paniolo that we did last year for Hawaii, we had some with that in there. Um,
0: I remember that. I remember home. that getting released and uh,
3: and, yeah, yeah, that was might
0: that, might have to hit up one of our Hawaii
1: boys. Yeah, yeah, Marvin right. Chang,
3: Marvin Chang, M A Chang at foodland.com. and we had a winner from
1: the giveaway in Hawaii Peace. too. Yeah, I love Hawaii, bro. I just there's yeah, some they, Hawaiian dude who just got, got one of these that... bills hats yeah. sent to him. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. So
2: when we did that giveaway, like the Hawaii <laughs> guys showed out. <laughs> I was like, yeah, "Whoa!" Uh, all right, I was not expecting. Got,
3: you know, we've got a really great following in Hawaii, and that's because I, you know, to Marvin's credit, um, it brought me out in 2015. So he said, "If you come out here, you know, people will appreciate and support." And yeah, I mean, we've done it every year except for one year, I think, during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And like this past year, we did it in October. And uh, we set a new sales record for him. If I told you the the number we did in three hours, you'd be like shocked in terms of dollar sales for him. And it's literally it's three hours of like a line that's hundred feet deep of people just coming up buying boxes, not singles, wow. not give me two of these, but like boxes, stacks of boxes. Yeah. Like the average spend, the guy was spending seven hundred, eight hundred dollars a person. That's awesome. To be yeah, fair, yeah, I mean, to so, be fair, so, so
0: they cool. do live yeah. in fucking Hawaii.
3: Yeah, it's, you can't imagine you it's see. cheap. It's expensive to live in Hawaii, man. Yeah, everything's yeah, imported. Expensive. Yeah. It's like gas is like six, seven dollars a gallon in Hawaii. Um, you know, and, things are you go to buy a, a gallon of milk for probably eight, ten dollars, something like that. It's not cheap. But I mean yeah. I've told my wife for years it's like if there's one place I could live and do this remotely, it's Hawaii. I would definitely I'd take a shack on the North Shore <laughs> and be happy. Now but
2: so obviously, the way your set it sounds it like because 'cause there's been a lot of legislation in Hawaii that's been pretty anti tobacco,
3: yeah, yeah, no, so it's very very tough to smoke cigars. there's no you can't smoke in stores or anything like that. Guys will actually like congregate in the weekends like in a parking lot with like fold out chairs and, and herp together and smoke, but
1: that's, there is that's a, pretty a awesome. that's crazy
3: to, there's a thriving cigar culture though they're, okay. and they're great people I good for those cigars. guys, so I, mean, it's, I would love to, at some point yeah.
2: So it's just really, the laws aren't affecting anything, it seems like.
3: No, they, I mean, like, Marvin can still, like, if you emailed him right now and said, I want to buy two boxes of funny, if you had them, you he would, he would ship them to, you can ship out. I just think there's there's certain provisions where they can't bring it in from, I don't know, there's some law, but it didn't affect us, and it was fine. So. Well,
2: that's good, it I'm glad, because yeah. for whatever reason, yeah. the government's on a crusade against this
0: industry feels that way sometimes. Yeah. But if you want to go sure. smoke weed, whatever, who gives Have a shit? Have it. Have yeah. at it, wherever the fuck you want to do it.
2: Like I know.
0: One's a drug, one isn't.
2: Can we just, like, curious, if they add, like, 1% CBD to all premium cigars, like, something so small and minute that is almost undetectable, does it then become unregulated?
3: Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, somebody did that, that some crawl guy, oh. whatever, did a CBD-infused cigar.
1: I, I, I saw think. it, like... Uh, Two chains had like a TV show. Like the most expensive and one of the world's most expensive cigars was a CBD infused cigar, and he uh, and he smoked it on the on his show. And it was I it,
3: wouldn't it, I, I wouldn't smoke it just because I'd be afraid what it, that would do to me. at this yeah. point. Being, yeah. you know what I mean. I think the last time I, I smoked was like I think I was still living in L.A. So it was like <laughs> not the late '90s or the mid '90s. I mean, like so
1: so trendy, that got,
3: dude, <laughs> so that got, trendy. If that, if that got in my body, I'd be like. Oh, God, probably like.
1: Yeah, that would be start. weird to smoke Maybe. like a CBD really like it's weed infused thing. cigar. That would be that would be weird. Yeah, I it, would, it was super expensive, drugs, man. It's like I'm pretty really, sure because it was on the TV show, it was like a three thousand dollars cigar alone for one, and this guy had a whole box of like ten. Like obviously, like over the top presentation.
3: Gurka would do or something. <laughs> uh,
2: what do you think about that lawsuit? Then with Davidoff, how is that? That's so odd.
3: No. It is odd. I just I don't know what's behind all that stuff. It's this. I, I will tell you this. They this were playing
0: industry, the long as game.
3: A, as uh, a whole, this industry is very litigious. Very litigious. They were um, waiting
0: for the year of the dragon. They were like, <laughs> oh, we know it's going to come. It's got to come. Davidoff's going to put it out. All right. What's after the got, dragon?
3: We've got cease and desist. We've gone to mediation with things. It's you know it just happens. And I'm like, whatever. It's so, so lame. Like it is. It is. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there's a lot of stories I could tell you about that stuff
0: but well we'll see yeah. you at pca we're gonna definitely have to make some time we're gonna pop over to the booth and uh we'll definitely hang well, out for a little bit
3: as your official sponsor i would hope i'd maybe see you guys before pca but i don't know well I to mean, you all that's up, up to you definitely about, make whatever. sure
2: we sk- keep you on the schedule yeah dude, of course yeah of
3: course sounds good sounds but good. I, I know I, you're on I, a time frame yeah i gotta i gotta pack it up actually and uh oh yeah i gotta out, get your daughter head head out. Out. no doubt so yeah, yeah. daddy duties come first I'll, hey man, Friday's my favorite day of the week. And make
0: then, make they, sure you leave the hat and the and the hoodie at the door. Well, you know you can, can keep get that those hat. get those Air monarchs Uh, you know, <laughs> have them at no, the she door. She
3: wears my daughter is so cool. She wears all of our merch. Like I get her small sizes. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. I'm sure the she teachers rocks love, love that the
1: t-shirts, the hoodies. Yeah, well, I mean, I pay the tuition, so the teachers better love it. So <laughs> my um my daughter's teacher found out about the podcast, and she's like, my husband will love it. <laughs> <laughs> Hope so. <laughs> awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, but, yeah, but yeah, all right no, john
3: fridays, fridays are cool it's like we we have a tradition i pick her up and then i take her for ice cream or a cookie or whatever we hang out and then we go home we have movie night every friday night so that's um, awesome go, ma- throw a mattress on, the, on the, the floor and put up some movies get pizza and i sleep on the couch that sleeps on the mattress and we just have spend over so it's fun that's, that's awesome our, our, our man to it. yeah man it is it yeah. is it's well, uh, well, another quarter. So,
2: well, Sunday, I know, you know, put that Bills hat on just for four hours. I know.
3: I'm know. pulling for you guys. I, I, <laughs> how many games have you won now with this hat? Like five.
2: five. We are undefeated since the hat. Five and zero. Oh.
3: Five, five. There you
2: go. We yep. had five. to win all five.
1: Yeah, that's true. Let's six go and six. six at the time. Yeah. it
0: was the weirdest thing. But let's, uh, let's I, go for six.
2: I got two coincidences since the hat and since my daughter's been born, Bills are undefeated. So I got two good uh, things going. <laughs>
3: Keep it going. Yep. Keep it going.
2: And also, John, I do want to say personally, thank you again for the gift you sent here. I do appreciate that a ton.
3: Congratulations, man. Thank you. Congrats. Smoke one a year or something.
2: Oh Well, the first thing I did is I cracked one uh, two out and gave it to the boys. So they got to share the love, too.
3: Awesome. Yeah. You're, but... good, you're good dudes. All right, boys. I'm rolling. You guys have a good one. Go Bills. I'll see you on the next one. My man. Thank My you, man. John. Thank All you. Right. Talk to you Cheers. soon,
0: buddy. Cheers. Absolutely. All right. Adios. See you, brother bye-bye but yeah that is uh again if you didn't know you're living under a rock uh the official sponsor of the downer podcast uh great company to work with man mr. great company mr john huber the one and only out of nashville tennessee um some things yeah. show's not even close over
2: no yeah. no
1: no Got you know what's things. awesome
2: though about like someone talking like that like First off, I've met this guy in person once, but it feels like I can sit down and have like a four-hour conversation. Like, this is the one nice thing about this industry. If we touch about this a lot, like, there are some friends we have made that genuinely appreciate the conversation at any time.
0: Sure, yeah, sure.
2: And this all started with our fourth episode interviewing Miguel,
0: <laughs> which is so weird, man. I mean, I mean, we go back and talk about that from time to time, and dude. What a relationship you like, Jesus Christ, man. That's, that's crazy. But, uh, Caleb, we got some things to get into, my friend, right? That's right. We got to do, uh, Patrol Gone Wild. Yeah. We got Patrol Gone Wild. We got some news we got to get to. Uh, you want to you want to start us off, buddy? Yeah, sorry,
2: I had to get out my my script. Oh, my yeah. man keeps the script in his travel. Door. I had to get out my
1: script. I don't have a good memory. I literally don't have a good memory. You like that. recited at night? No, I probably did.
2: That was one of the funniest things I've I... seen him
0: do. My man's fumbling around. He's yeah, like, fuck, fuck.
2: like what the fuck it's is he doing? God damn it! It's fuck, time. Fuck, fuck. It's
1: Oh, wow. But, uh, yeah, man, whenever you're ready to take us away, sir. All right, now it's time for Patrol Gone Wild. This segment is brought to you by Dunbarton Tobacco & Trust, makers of the award-winning Sober Mesa Mi Querida and Scene Compromiso and many more premium handmade cigars. So without further ado, Patrol Gone Wild time. Patrol Gone Wild. We're doing it big. Real big, y'all. Real big. All right, um... All right. Up first, I'll go. We have YouTuber gets arrested after throwing diverse substances, including feces, paint, and food, on people. Um, We are going Patrol Gone Wild Belgium edition. So we're going international here. This is not an American story. So we have uh, YouTuber. Yeah, it's yeah Nike. He's from Belgium, and yeah Nike. All right. (laughs) Don't really know the reasons here, but he's just trying to make it big. I don't even think he's that big. Trying to make it big in Belgium, and he's pranking people on the subway system, and he is throwing, you know, feces on people mixed with food, water, probably urine as well. Uh, yeah, he's not big at all. His channel only has three hundred subscribers. But hey, hey, hey! Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, dude, that's dude, huge.
0: That's huge. That's huge, bro. That's huge, bro.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: It's, it's, it's like a, a that's a it's a six inches in the wind or it's whatever. It's a wind blown six. It's
1: a wind <laughs> six. Wind six hundred for all you after her for something. There. It's <laughs> a, a windblown six. But um, so, yeah, he went way too far and he threw a bucket full of feces, food, urine, water on people on a subway. I'm surprised he didn't get the shit kicked out of him because something this happens to you. Oh, you're fighting to the death right here. This guy is probably going to be hanging on to dear life. Um, this is a fresh news story from two days ago. So I don't have any sentencing on this kid. Uh, the Internet YouTube X has been like going crazy with how much jail time this kid should spend. They're commenting on it. Somebody said, 10 years in jail. 10 years, uh, 24-hour lockdown. Make example of this guy, so we'll stop. Um, This kid will never find a job, they're saying. Uh, Don't write his name down. Don't give him any publicity. So I said his name, but I mean, chances are, none of our smart subscribers and followers are going to follow this kid. But I don't have any sentencing. It's a brand new, it's a fresh story. But I just thought... Absolutely disgusting. We got to talk about it because I know you guys, this happens to any one of us, okay. the fight's on.
0: I'm telling you right now, if somebody threw piss and shit on me, I'm beating the fuck out of you. I yeah. literally do not care. I will deal with the consequences. It, it is what it is. I'm going to be
2: honest. I feel like most people would understand. Yeah. Like, Uh-oh. if that, if, pun intended, sounds like a shitty call, but like I just think of myself showing up as... Why did you beat him up? He threw shit and piss on me. We're done here.
1: (laughs) All right, so we're taking that guy to jail. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Can you sign here? Just write down what he did? (laughs) Supporting depth. So
1: his (laughs) short YouTube career with his little following, and he only had five videos. They're They're all titled Surprise Du Chef, so where he mixes a bucket of this and does that. He was really trying to get famous. He was trying to be popular trying to get out there it did not work for him uh he is arrested on two counts i do have two counts of assault and battery alongside with damaging property so those are two of his charges and the internet is reacting that this kid should be facing very severe jail time they the internet hates this kid we hate this kid
2: oh i hate this guy yeah i hate this guy that reminds me of the the douchey kid that's like a fucking tiktoker or whatever that he walks around with his chest puffed out and then bumps into people but has this like giant bodyguard with him that like anytime they get pissed off at him the bodyguard gets in their face yeah do that to somebody off duty yeah well the best part is is like one time somebody punched the kid in the face and the bodyguard didn't get to react quick enough yeah
0: hilarious yeah fuck this guy that's all i'm gonna say oh yeah i don't want to talk about the kid throwing shit on people i feel like giving him his uh any kind of clout is not something i want to do so. i
1: mean he's going to be getting clout in prison he got his 15 seconds of fame on the down to her podcast and right. our patrol gone wild section. Uh, on our little
0: on our little podcast
1: hey it's a windblown windblown eight over here
0: all right uh, i got one out of florida can you believe it no. uh, a man was arrested in florida after asking two flight attendants if they wanted to join the mile high club Uh, James Finister, a 47 year old man from Detroit was traveling on a spirit flight from Louisville, Kentucky to Orlando, Florida on Tuesday when he allegedly asked a flight attendant if she wanted to join the mile high club. Prosecutors say that he later grabbed a second flight attendant and asked about the plane's cockpit and made the same mile high club proposition. Uh, When the plane landed in Orlando, he was arrested and charged with interfering with the performance of duties of a flight crew. First of all, I didn't even know that was an actual charge, because... Well,
2: that's a federal, gotta be.
0: I I get it, I get it, but my whole thing was, I mean, he made a funny joke. You know, I I didn't see that, okay, maybe I'm a little immature, but I didn't see that as an arrestable offense, but uh, it looks like in the second part of this, uh, he may have grabbed one of them and said, come on, let's go join the Mile High Club. And yeah, it's kind of a bad look, but uh, throwing it out there, what do you
1: expect? Your flying spirit,
0: yeah, homie, just had a little too much fun on the bourbon trail.
1: Mm-hmm. He was just a horny boy on a on a horny flight. Man yeah. got arrested. Never
0: got to uh, grab the bag that he had checked on the plane. It's probably just full of bottles. Ugh.
2: What a what a very like weird charge.
0: Like like the I What, get... what do you think the weight of this charge is?
2: Uh, like I mean, ban
0: ban being banned from That's he's on a no-fly list forever? I mean, from yeah. everything.
2: Bro, they take that shit seriously? I get
0: it. I m- but my thing is this. Do you think that like he'll never be able to fly again or do you think they're going to be like making him take like some weird ass classes or something like, "Hey man, you need to learn sensitivity and you can't treat people like that."
2: Or like I I could see them having a time frame, you're not allowed to fly on a plane for 2 years.
0: Oh my god, can you imagine that? Yeah.
2: That oh. like that's a big punishment in itself but i don't know interference yeah that's a man little... just so
0: you know grandma died and she lives in california get to driving oh my god dude that would be what about pj did you just do a pj just private jet if you had to
2: i mean i feel like that's different
0: yeah i mean yeah. that's not like uh you know uh, you know
2: commercial I, I what, flying
0: i gotta see like how aggressive
2: this grab was like if this is like a shoulder thing like hey or like both hand grab, like, hey, let's go to the cockpit now. Like, ooh, it was a little uncomfortable.
0: So this fucking story, of course, uh, always, no surprise here, ties to Florida. Uh, it always ends in Florida. So
2: something in the water there.
0: So uh, that being said, we'll move on to uh, Mr. Geo's clip of the week. Just, uh, we have a little headline here. <laughs> so he was in the
2: pool. It's funny we talked a, a couple weeks ago about the tarpon fisher in Bass Pro, and we find ourselves back at Bass Pro shops.
0: Wasn't that Cabela's?
1: Might have been Cabela's or Bass Pro, but
2: no, it was Bass Pro because we were talking. We were laughing. The about big it. fish
1: tanks. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, before we had a fisher, now we got a swimmer.
0: You uh, want me to just roll the clip?
2: Yeah, let's let's do it.
1: A naked swimmer.
0: Yeah, this is an amazing cannonball.
1: <laughs> That's more like a dive. Now, this dude just completely
2: strips naked and jumps in the swimming pool as officers are show. Now, I cut this out because as it gets a little close up, you can, you know, see the man's button.
1: It is, a, it, is a but- <laughs> it is a button. It is a button.
2: That water must be cold. <laughs> that's
1: why I, that's why in the title I put I was in the pool, you know, shrinkage and you know. all.
0: So um Caleb is doing some research on the comments, yep. and one of the best comments was,
1: what was it? One of the best comments on this, because I was trying to find a picture for that thumbnail, and one of the comments was, man with a, <laughs> man with a vagina dives into Bass Pro Shops fish <laughs> tank. Listen, <laughs> His dick is
0: so small, it looks like a vagina.
2: I, this I'm, Look, if we were, anyone who works in a first responder field has seen a lot of penis, for whatever reason. That is one of the smallest dicks I have ever seen.
0: Dude, literally, it just looked like a button. Yeah, just boop. (laughs) Boop. Is that a shiitake mushroom? (laughs) Like from the hangover? (laughs) Acorn in a forest? a little acorn in a, in a bird's nest. I, patch also, of
1: grass. <laughs> I also did a little bit of research on this because I've seen this video. Like I saw it earlier in the week, and apparently... <coughs> so this guy was suffering some sort of mental breakdown uh, off his medication or on some bad medication that didn't sit well with him. He actually brought his whole family to this Bass Pro. <laughs> he left them in the car in the parking lot, and he went in, got naked, and then jumped in and did that. And, you know, we, we made a lot of jokes, but, I mean, mental health is a serious thing, so apparently... Whatever was going on with his medication or whatever he was doing that day, something happened, and I think he just had a mental breakdown and snapped. Don't know why he decided to jump in a fish tank at Bass Pro, but that was the reasoning behind some of this. So, not to, like... Look, Mommy, it's Dad's man pussy. (laughs) (laughs) Not to joke about mental health, but there's a man pussy. There's jokes to be made. Bro
2: looked like a fat Ken doll.
1: (laughs) Yeah, just disturbing stuff well he also the video kind of cut off too because geo said some nudity but the guy when he fell came out of the tank he slipped and fell cracked his head and he had to be perp walked naked out of the out of bass pro yeah i saw that embarrassing like just
2: again i understand that there's some mental health issues i mean i would say i'm glad he decided to like just do something that only affected really him and not his family we've seen some crazier things happened. I didn't know his family was involved.
1: Yeah. We don't want to do, what is it, a Chris Benoit type thing? So, you know, this is a lot better than that. Like, for I mean, for at real. least I didn't murder the whole family. I just jumped into a fish tank naked in public. While you know, they were in we the got car. Got perp walked naked. You know what? Maybe this guy, you know, once the meme and the joke settle down, maybe he'll come out and he'll make a real funny joke about it. That would be the cool thing to do. Uh,
2: what we'll happened me after her if we can talk conspiracies.
0: Yeah. That being said, I mean... That, that'll that pretty much wrap up uh patrol gone wild
1: all right with that being said just make sure to check back again next week for more patrol gone wild bought to you brought to you by dunbarton tobacco and trust need this script i, I see that
0: dude you're getting better with the pronunciations though i will say
1: I'm, I'm, I'm working on that
0: but yeah guys make sure you're checking out dunbarton tobacco and trust uh they put out some great cigars steve and the boys over there holding it down so yeah. make sure you guys are checking them out um caleb we got to get to the news exactly so
1: yeah buddy without further ado all right up first in the news with caleb section we have arturo fuente is honoring lj peretti's 150th anniversary with a special opus x so founded in boston in 1870 lj peretti company is one of the oldest tobacconists in america uh they're celebrating Uh, The store's pipe tobacco blenders, and they created a special blend uh, for this 150th anniversary, which uh, took place in 2020. No surprise that things didn't go as planned. So it's three years late, you know, COVID and all that. We've heard about some Fuente and delays all across the whole cigar industry. But it is created for the 150th anniversary of LJ Peretti. It is a Toro, a six and three-fourths by 50 Toro extra size. Uh, it is going to be very similar to the Opus X 25, a cigar that Fuente made to celebrate the 25th anniversary of Opus X. It's not identical. Uh, it's going to be sold in 10 count boxes at $320. Uh, they've already sold out. So, uh, apparently very popular. Boston's probably going crazy over this because out of Boston.
2: Who's LJ Peretti?
1: So he, is he owned the oldest tobacco company store, pipe makers in Boston. Okay. So uh, the family still owns it. We have a third generation store owner, grandson to Joseph Peretti. Uh, They left Switzerland for Boston uh, and they've owned it since, so it's been in the family since the 1870s. Uh, It used to be located at two and a half Park Square on the outskirts of Boston Common. So it is, uh, there's a current owner, Stephen Willett. He works very closely with the Fuente family and the other family members of Peretti to keep the store and honor it for the 150 years that it's been in business. So look out for this. Uh, well, I don't know if you'll be able to get this one. already said it's sold out.
0: Yeah, my guess is this is going to hit like secondary at some ridiculous price. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, whatever, man. It is what it is. We don't, I mean, I'm not one of those guys that go out there chasing Arturo Fuente cigars. I mean, they're fantastic cigars. Don't get me wrong. But uh, at the end of the day, I just, listen, I got deep pockets, but they're not that deep.
1: Yeah. No, uh, no, no, Josh Allen checks.
0: Yeah, no, we don't, we don't have those.
1: And there's plenty of other things that you like to chase: whiskey, cigars.
0: Last thing I need is another brand, the most expensive brand. There you go. To to chase around.
2: (laughs) But never say never. Something tells me it just if the right price was there, you might uh, add it to the collection for you know because I know you very well. You got that Pokemon syndrome. It's a
0: fact. It's a fact.
1: All right, up next we have EP Cadillo is raising prices next month. So, starting February, EP Cadillo is going to start raising their prices to keep up with the rising cost of making cigars in today's day and age. So, uh, they didn't include any guidance to uh, how much their price are going to go up. But uh, with the Allegiance line, uh, with the Wingman and the Chaperone, the Vitolas are going up 75 cents. Uh, the Sidekick is going to go up 50 cents, and the Confidant is going to go up 40 cents. So, that's all that they put out for certain for a certain line, and the price increase is going to go in effect on February fifth.
0: That's the Allegiance line, right?
1: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So there is a whole list on Half Wheel of all sorts of brands with price increases, and uh, bad news for you guys: mostly every brand is going up. Uh, very few aren't. All right. So just you know, what are you going to do? Yee! Thanks, Biden. <laughs> all right come on man come on man there you go you're waiting for it up up third we're gonna go to the whiskey uh whiskey store we got chris stapleton and buffalo trace master seller harland wheatley have unveiled traveler whiskey uh just set out for release on 1-2-24 so this is a new whiskey from chris stapleton eight-time award-winning grammy uh country singer um Guys, this is going to be a cost of $40. So if you can find it, very ready, readily available. At, well, it should be ready available, but very nicely priced.
0: I haven't seen it here yet, mm-hmm. but um, obviously in some whiskey groups, I've seen it. Uh, you know, you can get it. It's just the shipping on it is, like, ridiculous. Yeah, you
1: uh, told me shipping. Yeah, the bottle's 40 yeah.
0: bucks. To ship it here was, like, 35 I was like, Jesus Christ, and this is from a liquor store. I mean... Uh, I just I can't justify paying the price of the bottle and shipping I just I can't do it but you know I I seen it floating around I'm sure that we can get this bottle but uh this is a pretty cool collaboration I'm a big fan of Chris Stapleton I think he makes some really good music um and then obviously with Buffalo Trace but uh you know there is rumors I think floating around that this also has something to do with 1792
1: yeah so the some rumors are that it's not all Buffalo Trace just the mass the distiller is from Buffalo Trace I heard there's some Sazerac some 1792 Uh, A little bit of Barton involved in there, too. So, of course, we went on the bourbon trail. Those places are all really close to one another. So, you know, it's involved. uh, Chris Stapleton, where his recording studio is, it is very close to all these distilleries as well. Uh, Makes sense that he's working with these companies. And obviously, being like the mega superstar that he is in the country music, you know, he loves whiskey. So why not just make whiskey? It is a 90 proofer. And again, uh, 40 bucks, a very reasonably priced. Those should be out there for you guys to buy. Perfect. Uh, obviously, with
0: things wrapping up, uh, Caleb, did you happen to get new a cigar review for this?
1: I just got to finish tailing it up. I was trying to tally it while talking, but uh, let me just That's do That's fine. I'll just zoom map, in yeah. on
0: Gio on his phone.
2: Yeah. Well, I was actually also tailing up my score. So, yeah. You know, it'd it be like that sometimes. All right. You you done? Uh, I will be in like 0.2 seconds
0: okay uh
1: yeah we'll let caleb get this. Yeah, yeah let me just pull out the calculator i got all the scores going let me just get the calculator so i could add it all up sorry guys talked uh, talked a lot got a big mouthful of words of words and a tasty cigar by the way um so let me just get right into this rating. all right appearance so we didn't we got an unbanded cigar here but john did tell us it's going to be in the Mildias ds line uh probably one band different color box so appearance I'm going to factor in the sticker, the box, everything, and I'm going to give it an 8.5 on that. So it's it's tough when you don't have the band on it and it's given to you. So we'll take John's word for it. It's going to be like your Mildius that you see on the shelf. Uh, burn gave us a 9. I had no issues with the burn. Nothing nothing wrong there. Construction, uh, I said earlier to John, held up. Very nice stack of dimes. Asked when you wanted to. You could probably drop this thing. And that'd be the only way to ash this cigar. Uh, giving it a nine. Had a couple flakes fall off at the end, but, you know, that's not a big issue. I'm a messy guy. Um, again, uh, with the draw, I'm going a nine as well. I straight cut. No issues with the draw. Always uh, full puffs of smoke. And enjoyment, I'm giving it a 9.5 because we smoked this with John, which gives me a 45 overall, which is a 90 on this cigar.
0: Perfect, man. Perfect. Uh,
1: yes, this is the Crown Heads
0: Diaz Maduro uh i guess being revamped from 2020 he said
2: um i think that's what he said yeah he he started it a year ago i think so maybe 22
0: all right so the appearance i gave it an 8.5 uh obviously i know what this band looks like it's the mil diaz band that you can see on all of the mil diaz out there uh i like the band it's just unbanded cigar no big deal Burn, I gave it an 8.5. I did touch it up a few times. Uh, I mean, that could be user error. Obviously, we talked a little bit. Uh, construction, I gave it a 9.5. Uh, things built like a tank. Uh, stacks of dimes, as Caleb would say. Uh, I really, really enjoyed it. The draw, 9. Really, really, really good cigar. Uh, smoke output was good. Uh, I really like the retro hail on this thing, too. Uh like John said, not really peppery. So this thing is very easy to smoke. It's not going to punch you in the face. Uh, the overall enjoyment, I gave it a 9.5. Uh, obviously, we, you, know, you bring on John Huber, man. The guy's the man. I mean, what else can you say about him? The dude's awesome. Uh, that brought me to a 45 overall, bringing me to a 90. Uh, just want to touch on some notes. This thing is so oily. Uh, I mean, you can literally see this thing glistening. When you look at it, uh, to the touch feels oily. It feels like, uh, you know, you touch your nose a little bit and you get the oil. (laughs) I know that sounds like a weird thing, but I mean, like this thing has a oily touch to it. Uh, some tasting notes on this thing. I did get some chocolate, uh, very smooth, uh, creamy cigar. Uh, not a lot of pepper. I know I just brought that up, but. Uh I mean I feel like this is a awesome cigar and I'm looking forward to maybe picking a few more of these up when they hit retailers. Uh very excited for this one and I think you guys should be as well. So, I'll let Gio take it away. All right.
2: The Mildius Maduro. Definitely once he explained that it was a Mildius extension, like I can see why he put it in there cuz the Mildius is a very easy smoker. Like I don't think I've ever had one that's like a put me on my ass cigar. It just was always really good flavors. Uh appearance, I gave it an eight. That's uh the same, you know, band we touched on this. Obviously, we're looking at the pre-release version, which is completely different than what you know retailers will get. Uh the different color on the box, I think the uh you said it you said it was a black box?
1: Black. Yeah, dark
0: and black, black. Black and yellow. Yep, black and
1: yeah yellow.
2: I think that'll pop nicely and contrast, especially when you put them next to each other. Usually, you know, the retailers try to keep this stuff grouped properly. Burn, I gave this thing a nine. I touched this up like twice. This thing was awesome in terms of that regards here. Uh, minimal issues in that front. Uh, construction. This, I think, as well is where this cigar shined very, very well. When we first got them, I actually dropped one. I was like, oh, man, I hope... One of us didn't get that one, and it didn't affect anything. But it doesn't seem to. Maybe we gave it to Caleb. That's how he got his flakes. <laughs> well,
1: that's that's a lot of user error, a lot of talking, moving around. So, and uh, and I'm a messy guy, so yeah, it happens. I tend to wear my cigars.
2: But that was like very, very interesting, especially with it. You know, the guys at Pachardo like bringing this, and John be like, "No, I got to have this one." Like it's like he said, not a very common thing that they do. Uh, draw. I V-cut mine. I went to a little departure. I gave it a 9 on that. I flirted between that 8.5 and 9. I feel like, obviously, I've really been enjoying the punch lately. I just didn't have one here. So, if I had that, I would have punched it. Probably would have... I just thought, like, I guess I would have probably liked that, so I figured I gave it a little bit of a curve on that front. I don't know what you guys... Would you straight cut? I straight cut.
1: Yeah. Straight as well. I thought it was too big to be cut, so I wanted to just keep it straight. Doesn't fit your mouth? Not today? Well, it remains to be unseen. We'll smoke another one. Remains to be seen? Unseen?
0: Yeah, I think he meant seen, but
1: whatever. For now, it's unseen. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> There's something wrong with you. In I
0: want to see you just deep throat that boliche. The
1: boliche? Oh, the, that the 6 boliche. by sixty? No way, baby. Yeah. That's not me.
2: Oh, that'll fit your mouth, buddy. Small guy. Small mouth. You know, small orifices. Like Harold and Kumar shit. Cock meat sandwich.
1: Let's not get weird with it. We're in the middle of a, a st- serious cigar review. He's not wrong. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so, enjoyment. I actually gave this thing a 10. I really enjoyed the conversation. It, you know, a little bit of a departure. Obviously, we've known John a bit. Second time he's been on the show. We've had some fun conversation with him. We went down to conspiracy rabbit holes. Got to try a cigar. You know, we're, gonna be the first company to review it you know by the time this airs cigar fictionado will have dropped the press release and you know I like that we're getting to a point now where companies that we're working with are you know letting us get be the first ones to you know talk about their stuff so that contributed to my enjoyment of it that brought my total score to a 45 and bringing it to a 90.
1: Perfect. Well, that is very easy for an overall score since we all give it 90. So 90 all around for the Mildiz Maduro.
0: Look at that, man. Easy. Nice and simple.
1: Didn't even have to do any math. Yeah, I'm man. like Simple Jack. It's easy. Uh,
0: that being said, Caleb, any closing notes to this episode, buddy?
1: Uh, yeah, guys, just make sure you keep on following on the YouTube. Uh, we got the Facebook, the Instagram, and the TikTok as well. Don't forget about that. Uh, and subscribe to the Patreon for all your after Really appreciate you guys uh, with the comments, the likes. And all the listens, thank you guys so much. Grower gang, you guys are all windblown sixes, in my opinion.
0: Uh, that being said, also to touch on the Patreon, obviously you know we're doing that monthly HEARF, uh, the virtual HERF. We're going to be announcing that uh, very shortly for you, Patreon members. Uh, yeah, looking forward to doing that with you guys, getting an opportunity to smoke with our fans and people that like to listen to the show, so... Uh. There's a chance maybe we'll have a little discussion in the Patreon, maybe in a thread where maybe we can all discuss what we want to smoke. You know, maybe if you guys can get your hands on that, maybe we can all smoke the same thing. So, we'll give that a whirl. But uh, yeah, make sure you guys are checking us out on a Cigar Hustler Podcast Network, the number one cigar network on Podbean. Uh, aside from that, uh, I just want to thank John for coming on one more time, and yeah, man, a special thanks to Crown Heads in general for uh, you know helping us out with everything. Uh, being a sponsor of the show Um, that being said Gio anything
2: yeah I also want to thank uh, Dunbarton as well our other sponsor you know we can't do this stuff you know without help from everybody so it's helped the show grow tremendously as you guys can see we're tenfold different from episode one from 50 camera angles to now we got cool neon lights with our logo and we're smoking cigars before they're even in stores now
0: lots changed uh that being said though we will see you guys next wednesday uh cheers sayonara the down her podcast its owners and sponsors take no responsibility for the opinions or statements made by the talk show hosts or their guests Statements or show topics are not necessarily the beliefs of Mike and Mike Productions or the podcast providers, and opinions between talk show hosts may differ. It's not our intention to libel, incite, or hurt anyone's feelings. We invite you to write the show's host, Jerry Lewandowski, with any feedback or suggestions you have for their show. These broadcasts are presented and made public as entertainment in the hopes that they will be entertaining to the audience.